had another Vito Bellucci dream last night. <laughs> we met at a cafe in Nice. He brought friends. They were polite. They were named Greg Flask and John. You know, it's a good bit when uh, only three hosts understand. Is that a one? Then, and only then one he said, gets it. Yeah. And then he said the ancient phrase, Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast, your greatest gaming and other media podcast around. I'm your host, Andy. Uh, we are brought to you from Nice this week. Uh, because nice. You can't, nice. You can't prove otherwise. And honestly, kind of a shithole. Whoa. That's not nice. No, you're right. It's Nice. So this whole episode is like a full-on grayscale flashback type dream sequence, right? Like, Absolutely. Okay. It, it's it's us talking around uh, a a coffee table outside next to a street while Vito Bellucci is saying some weird-ass shit. This is our noir episode. John, and, yeah. and we got the actual Vito. Dude, I tuned him out. I it's just I've been hearing like static for the last minute. That means monsters are nearby. <laughs> wow. Dude, that was also a cool Twin Peaks reference, John. Uh, yeah. but but you know, if you also got this reference, or hey, maybe you just want to know more about it, let's chat at Twitter at Broken Campfire or on the email brokencampfire@gmail.com. Yeah, now right. for something really interesting to think about, John. What have you been doing the last week or two? Two weeks. That was also Twin two Peaks Two weeks. Reference. Big gap. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, well, <laughs> let's start with the most recent and try and work our way back. Sounds good. All right. Recently, in fact, what, two days ago? Maybe three days ago? Who knows? I played... That's weird. I played and beat the new hit game. Well, I don't know if it's a hit game. The new game, Scorn. Scorn. I'm already Scorn. All, all I want to know is how long did you have it preloaded? Because you could have. I've had this shit like preloaded. I've had this shit preloaded since February. Wow. Well, that's, what? That's interesting. <laughs> no, this game. I mean, you you probably could have released around then. They, you know, this has been in the Game Pass. Like a preload this game. Uh, for for a long time now, a comically long years. time. I mean, it's been you know showing off on game ten shows. Ten years or something like that. I don't know about ten years, but it feels like a long time. <laughs> um, it's it's been on the coming soon for Game Pass this entire year, like since January at least. Had I mean the I game? Think, I think you're belching a little bit. I think that like it was it was the release date and everything was confirmed in June during the game show shit, right? And then that's when. We nah, no way. Way I'm telling you, way earlier in Game Pass. Because I would look at it and just laugh that it would say October, and it was like February. I'll give it to February. It might even be before I think, then. I think we gotta just let let's let's leave this to our listeners. If there's any Game Pass lore nerds out there, let us know what you Dude, think. Dude, fact check me. I fucking dare uh-huh. you. Well, fact the figure I saw for game development time listeners. was like eight years in game development. Yeah. I think it lost funding a couple times. Yeah, and got passed around a little bit. Which, well, I, 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 we'll just let John talk about it. I'll, I'll share my thoughts later. But th- that's not surprising at all from, like, the reception I've been seeing. Like, totally mm-hmm. mixed reception. So you, you can totally see how, like, publishers just, like, don't get it or don't like it. And 
pass it on. Yeah, I think know. they didn't get it. I don't think they quite got it. Well, first of all, who yeah. played John. who played this? I, I played this. Vito played this. Oh, John you played, played this too? Th- yeah, first? I did. Yeah. I have not played it yet. Okay, Greg hasn't yet. I have been scorned. Man scorned. I am a man scorned. Good, good. Greg, you played it? Not yet. I haven't downloaded, but I haven't played it yet. So we're all we all beat it. Right? But I want to yeah. hear what John thinks first. Yes. Right. I mean, we can hear what we all think. Uh, I mean, overall, I gave it two thumbs up. I, I did enjoy it. Um, but like I was saying, you know, this was the game last said eight years. I mean, I remember seeing, I mean, I was going to say like three or four. You know, I remember hearing about this game, at least, at least that far back. A while. A while. And you would think, of, you know, hearing about a game that far back and seeing what like we've seen. Uh, I don't, you think there'd be more to the game? I beat it in... 3.5 hours. Oh, wow. Uh, that ain't bad. We don't have to all sell our, our game time. <laughs> right, we don't Everybody have to do does. that. We don't have to all do that. Vito historically... I think we could all assume... How long to beat. Game Pass has a recommended <laughs> or a, you know, a time of five hours. So, I mean, yeah. you're probably not going to get any more than that. Pro- uh, probably not. Probably not. But this is, I mean, if... Like I said, I, just, I mean, it wouldn't really market it at all. Besides, like, game shows and stuff. You really, I, I've never seen a commercial for it. I haven't seen any banners online for it. But I guess, I'm, I'm guessing just people seen the look of it and they're thinking Doom. And maybe they've seen a trailer where the guy had a gun. I don't know. I don't know what people were expecting, but I, I got out of the game what I thought I was going to get out of. This is just, I would call it a, you know, HR Giger inspired uh, Firewatch. Does that well, mean people are comparing it to Mist, and I think that's basically a comparison. Oh yeah, you, even yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, you're 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 just walking around. Um, you and know, and so, HR Giger, that's a that's a painter, right? Uh, an artist who's known for his uh, particularly grotesque and visceral style, right? Yes. Yeah, seeing the Alien franchise, all the kind of weird bio organic stuff, a lot of phallic and. I don't know the other word. Everything's made of vertebrae. Very sexual in a weird way. A lot of uh, alien yeah. dicks. Minor-ish spoilers for Scorn until 1657, and then major spoilers for Scorn until 3638. But, you know, and, and, and there is, you know, you can't get a, two guns in the game. Well, several guns in the game. There are enemies. But I think besides the, I guess there's a little bit of spoiler territory, Greg, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. I'll forget. There, there is a <laughs> boss, a final boss. Besides that, I don't think you're actually. <laughs> yeah, forget oh that, my fuck. Forget that, God. you idiot. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think there is any actual forced combat. You know, you can run past everybody, or even if you usually retreat, enemies will kind of like go back into their goo pile or, or crawl somewhere else, and you can just just go back. Hmm. I, I definitely, I, I think that somebody out there is going to end up making like a no combat mod for this game. Because I don't think the combat really added anything to the game. No, well, Not I would say that is, and that is the weakest point. I mean, you get, uh, you know, for the most part, you get two guns. You get like a little pea shooter, and you get a shotgun. Um, and I mean, it's I don't know. You're, you're, I don't even want to call you a person. Your creature moves very slowly. It's not like you have a, a like a dash or a jump. Um, and you know, to to shoot, especially with the pea shooter, you first get. You have to stop moving, and it kind of brings your aim in, and then you can shoot. And by the time you do that, you know you're already probably getting hit once. It, it, it's just easier it's not, and especially you know you can run up to a puzzle like a switch or something. That you have to do like a you know a series of puzzles on, 
And if you get on that, the enemies can't hurt you. So it's like the game is clearly, I mean, it, it, it knows its weaknesses and knows its strength. If you don't want to shoot anything, you don't have to. If you want to go around and kill stuff, you, know, you can too, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing because, like, I almost get what they're going for in that it's sort of like a survival horror combat experience, except in most survival horror games, the combat, when you choose to do it, doesn't kind of suck. In this case, it, it kind of does suck. It's like not, yeah. it doesn't feel yeah. fluid. It doesn't feel good. It, you don't get that uh, tension because you're just no. shooting and running, shooting and running. It's a shame it sucks too because like the enemies are super gross and cool um and the weapons are fucking awesome how they're like living and when you oh yeah the, the reload animations for them are sick and you know it's just everything yeah, on the I surface mean, is dope it's just, not that they give it uh you know no thought if you i don't know if you killed um the, the smallest enemy that shoots little blood balls if you kill them with the melee weapon there's like a unique animation where it like uh it's like an assassination, right? Yeah, like jabs him in the face. I think it actually Over even... It, I couldn't... I was trying to test it. I think it actually might even take some blood from him or something. That's you what I thought. Back. But I couldn't I thought so, it. too. But it was it was not a lot, so I couldn't, like... Yeah, it was enough for me to verify. Uh, but, the, yeah, the main draw of the game is the environments. You know, you're you're walking around looking at all these crazy uh, creatures and, and, and giant set pieces and stuff. Yeah, the, um, the whole aesthetic and art design is fucking awesome. That's Tom, that is yeah. the seller of this yeah. game. Uh, you know, and it's it's one of those games that throws you in there, and there's no you know, there's no narrator. Yeah, there's no narrator telling you like, oh, yeah, this is what happened to this world, and this is you and your place in it. You know, there's no there's not even like a hey, you know, little, you need to go here on the screen. I mean, you just barely even up. a UI, <laughs> except yeah. for when you have a gun out. Um. You know, sim- yeah, all the symbols you see, like uh, even on like objects, like to highlight them, are all like little foreign symbols you, you know you've never seen before. Um, it really gives you the feeling you've been dumped into like an alien world, which is exactly what they wanted. Yeah, yeah, which is huh. exactly, and I think that's really cool. Um, it is. I'm, my first moments, like walking around, trying to figure out what I had to do, like trying to even figure out that there like was a puzzle to do. You know what I mean? Cause you're like interacting with machines, but you don't know what they do. You don't know what they are. You don't know how, what to, you know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot right. of markers telling you what there, there's none. Yeah. To, Cause if the first puzzle isn't as straightforward as like you go to a machine and you have to do like, uh, you know, uh, put these lines in the right order. It's, it's, like a, it's a big series of multiple rooms. That you have to go with these puzzles. I wasn't uh, impressed by the puzzles, by the puzzle designs. I was puzzles. They're all right, but they, they're kind of lame. Um, yeah, I'm not like, saying like it's it's good. I didn't if think they're awful, but I thought they were pretty. It seems standard like everybody had common experiences yeah. with being confused by the puzzles, which for me for me is is sometimes a mark of strength, though. Um, well. I, Well, I will say, yeah, kind of in the theme of the game, that when you get to the puzzles, most of the time, you automatically, okay, I can see this is what I need to do. And the puzzle is more so figuring out what the weird instruments you're using do (laughs) to get that outcome, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. the, 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 the second series of puzzles, well, maybe not second, but later on, like the, the puzzles where you have to like get like first like three lights to pop up, and then I think you have to do another one just like at five. Yeah, you have like, to rotate. I clearly, from the, the get-go, I knew, oh, I got to get these lights to pop up. 
And it's just a matter of figuring out how, like, the locking mechanism works for these little weird spinny things. Yeah. To, to get it. Yeah, you the readily thing about get the, the puzzles. The, the puzzles are all, like, mechanical puzzles. Like, like almost like, I don't want to say children's puzzles, but they're not, they're, they're strictly mechanical. I get it's what It's like you you're mean. operating a device and you just need to get a certain outcome. It's not, uh, they're like, like the first puzzle, I was really surprised that the first puzzle is just like a sliding tile puzzle. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Like it really, yeah. really kind of threw me at, oh, first off, it was really fucking hard. Um, it, hard. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, none of the puzzles, and I'm not saying they're diff- or they're disappointing because they were easy. I say each puzzle did, I mean, I did beat the game in three and a half hours, but each puzzle probably did take, you know, a little bit, 10, 20 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a lot at, for a puzzle in a game. Yeah. So it's not um, like they were a breeze and it was just like, why are they even here? It was just like, oh, I've seen this in many games before. And I mean, I, get, I guess it looks cool in this, but I could see know. so many people bouncing off from that first puzzle. Oh yeah. I could, I could see people not just getting it or like, yeah, or, or, or yeah. Cause I, but even like, I mean, it's, I guess it's part of the puzzle It's trying to show you, but like the, the version of puzzle, it almost throws you off because you're doing this little sliding, um, you know, uh, piece puzzle and it, it wants you to grab a certain one. There's a second one you can grab that kind of looks like more important. And when you grab it, it does nothing. And like, yeah, it's a bait. Yeah. It threw and me when, off because when I originally grabbed that first one, I got off and I went down to look for it. That's exactly what I did. I, I walked around looking for it for like 10 minutes and then I went back up. I was like, oh, there's a second one. Yeah, and then I did exactly, that. And, exactly. and that, the second one is what took forever. The first one was really easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also found like the puzzles. I, I wasn't like hugely disappointed by the puzzles. They were okay. No. It was just weird to have a game that was like just mechanical puzzles. Not like I don't know puzzles involving or like, metaphors or yeah. things, you know. Um, but I guess when you're dealing with there's no language in the game, then yeah, I'd say nobody. There's like screaming every now and then, or like just yeah, pain shrieks, goo but, noises. Yeah, no. Like all the puzzles have to be mechanical in that way, and that's fine, I guess. But I did kind of it kind of like took me out of the game a little bit because I'm like, all right, no fucking advanced alien race is gonna have like you know, their fucking egg hatching machine, like the way to run it is you got to do the stupid sliding tile puzzle. Like it's so stupid. Like, Oh no, you gotta, you gotta turn, you gotta make sure all the lights are lit. Yeah. By see, rotating this nightmare these, world, this complex I, I, I wouldn't even be surprised, dude. <laughs> and maybe part of stuff I've seen. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some freaky shit, dude. Maybe part of dude, it they, is that like the world is broken down to some extent, but even then mechanically it, it works like, a, a typical puzzle from our world, like a mechanical puzzle. And right. It doesn't really make sense that it would operate that way. You're right. It doesn't make sense. And um, this is a small complaint, but I did think about that the whole game. Like, really? This is how they operate their fucking... Yeah, I didn't or, even... Or like, I you did. gotta put the fucking... You gotta put the baby pod into the big monster android, and then you gotta fight the android. Maybe that's just one way to do it, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> then, and you gotta break the baby out of the pod, then you gotta put him in the smusher, and you gotta smush the baby in the goo, and then you gotta put it in the thing. Like That was the, that was the only way that made joke. sense to them. Yeah, I was so just drawn into the weird world, I just accepted it all without question. I was like, yeah, this is how this, is how this freak would definitely do this. Well, no, but, I did really dig the that whole... The I, actual... Was, you know, I kept playing it, so... The actual mechanisms and technology of the world is amazing. Like, it's so cool to just see and and interact with. 
Uh, the, the healing machines, yeah, and the ammo machines are really oh, fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. The, the 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 flesh and the gristle components just like penetrating each other and like shucking each other. Oh yeah, it's, it's like basically like don't stick other. your dick in that the video game. <laughs> don't stick your dick but in but that. then it then it kind of like goes into like do stick your dick in that the video game. It's like a what? weird it's a weird turn in the game at some point, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I didn't want to stick my dick in anything there. Uh, come on, I'll, don't do I this guess, to me. Without saying anything, you know, we don't want to get Greg here ruined. Uh, How do you feel oh. about the ending? I mean, it made sense for the game. Well, I kind of want to talk about the plot. A little bit. I guess the plot. I mean, yeah, we're here. Locations. We're talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's worth it. Greg, you want to be spoiler bunkered? I was like, yeah, I'll be spoiler bunkered. All right. Oh, I was going to say it. about the technology that it, it's sort of like everything. I love seeing a world where it went down a like a nightmarish path of advancement. Like everything is just wrong in the way it well, that's what developed. This game seemed like. Yeah. You know, like like the, the plot seems like. Like, well, let's talk about what we know about the story, I guess. Oh, um, so Alex mentioned this to me after I beat it. He said the thing that it, he thought the thing that attached to you is. The first character, the you prologue played. character. That's what I, I thought. That was yeah. pretty, pretty clear. No, I didn't even think about it. Honestly, I, I really didn't. I like I said, I don't know. I just took everything directly at face value in this game. I didn't think about it, anything at all. But I mean, it does make sense after you beat it. I was like, all right, well, I want two characters. I didn't think about that. I the whole time I was wondering, did I was I playing as a character and I like died or something, and now I'm playing as a second character. But once I went to that machine that surgically removed. The parasite and i saw there was a face in there that's when i was like oh fuck that was the guy i was i was playing at yeah i must have gotten infected with something and you play like a you know brief kind of prologue section do a couple of puzzles and then mm-hmm. you get a cut scene where it, it it's, it's ambiguous but it looks like your guy dies or gets crushed by sort of goo and then you start playing a new person and that's what you play to the end of the game hmm. yeah. um but you have our way through the game, this parasite kind of attaches itself to you. It's disgusting. You don't, you don't really get to see it. You just kind of see its hands. Like, on, if you look down, you know, at your feet, you can see its hands kind of ripping at your guts. And that's and every now and then it'll kind of bug prolong. you. Yeah. Well, at the very end of the game, you're just about to reach the, I don't know what you want to call it, the portal. case of oblivion. It's like a portal to or something. A, a, a nicer realm, uh, freedom. Uh, I don't know. Um, but anyways, uh, this, uh, you know, sorry, right before that or sometime before that, you surgically got this thing removed and it just kind of skittered away and you thought maybe that would be the end of it. Then right as you're about to get to this uh, gates of oblivion, it attacks you, like absorbs you, and just adds you to the landscape. Yeah. Basically. I took it as you bolt, yeah. So the game opens up and, I mean, you play as the two characters and you, you kind of like spawn. Like one just wake the, up. The first character you come out of like a fleshy mass that you like detach yourself from, and then the second character you come out of like a pod, right? And then there's sep- there's yes, millions you have an umbilical pods. cord and everything. Yeah, so there seems like there seems just like different ways you could be birthed into this world, and like you know the monsters that you're fighting too seem like they've been created from like various different methods. Um. You know what I mean? Like, there's that yeah. big fucking uh, lady boss, um, the, the giant one that you tear through. Oh, she I'm interested to be like, now. She seems to be, like, <laughs> birthing uh, 
creatures. And oh there's man, masses everywhere that are oh, their creatures boy. are coming out of. Um, um, but you like what you start the game and you have like this vision of like a tower mm-hmm. that you need to reach. So it just seems like I don't know. I guess you're born in this world, but but you have some sort of like programming that you need to get to someplace that this tower or whatever now this is a little outside the context of the game but i believe the developers said that they wanted it to feel like you were actually traveling through someone's dream or nightmare and that that's more along uh, along the lines of what the reality of the situation is than a a physical world that makes sense you know like it's a dream journey so this is like a more i should take everything more as like a metaphor i think so Wow, a stupid and snow globe. Huh. A stupid snow globe. <laughs> stupid snow globe, huh? And um, also, I don't know if you guys even want to know this, but the, the the devs did sort of reveal, like in the art book, what their message was behind the game. Do you guys want to know that? I kind of want to talk about what we think okay. first, maybe, that's, and then that's what I figured. You could you could reveal that. Okay. Um, not that I have some grandiose like thing, but I I, w- I was taking. I was pretty much taking things on face value that it was in some sort of sci-fi universe. And it definitely seems very obvious that like the, whatever world you're in, the party is long over, right? Like mm-hmm. clearly this was built by some advanced race. Um, and nobody really is here other than some of their maybe failed creations. Um, yeah, I want to see the world in its prime. Like, I want to just live in the world a little bit longer, but go back to when it was I like. Do. <laughs> I do, I do, and it's it's not something I thought of like the first three quarters of the game. It wasn't until the last quarter where you reached that fucking temple, where it starts to resemble more of like, like an advanced civilization's world. Mm-hmm. It's less bleak, um, even though it's it's um, abandoned. But uh, you see, you start to see statues of, you know, what these people look like. Some fucking crazy risque statues, man. What was up with that? Mm-hmm. That's what I was. That's what I meant. There was like, like you talking like dick tits type stuff, or what do you mean by risque? dude? I'm talking like this. You get to this temple. The whole game is like overtly sexual, but like in a weird body horror way. You know, like any H.R. Geiger Giger art stuff, like Alien Prometheus. But then you get to this temple. And there's literal statues everywhere, huge statues of, of like of these aliens. They're humanoids having sex. But like, it's just really fucking weird to see. I don't know. There was like, like statue statues of like dudes getting like blowies and stuff. <laughs> like it was very weird to see like statues for the, these things. There's also ones that are like spreading their legs wide open. And it sort of reminded me of uh, I think it's called. Sheila sex. Sheila Nagig? Yeah, it's it's called sex. No, it's called uh <laughs> Sheila Nagig. It's like a uh a, a, a common carving that you would see in in uh I want to say like Ir- Irish culture over like guarding doorways and you do see these these big statues like next to entrances to the temple. So I was like, huh, huh. maybe that's the inspiration for that. I guess I just thought it was weird cuz it was like I don't know. Clearly this this species is like I don't know. They're trying hard to create maybe a more advanced life form and they're trying these different methods. You could see it in like the boss fight where it's like it's a sort of android like a mix between flesh and you know robotics. 
Um, there's just all kinds of different creatures. You could tell they were tests. Um, so it's like, I don't know, whatever the civilization was, and again, I'm reading this all on face value. They're like trying to create like a higher life form or whatever. But then you get to the temple and I was like, it was weird to see the statues that are just like put up to like representing just the act of sex and like glorifying it. Like we love it here. Like the act itself. I thought it was just really, really weird. Like maybe these guys just like to fuck. That was it. We're sex positive. <laughs> that must have just been it. There's a statue of like a dude getting a blowy. It was so weird. Um, anyway. I, I I don't I guess none of you guys were as amused as I was. I, I was not this, as amused. Sex, I mean, I had noticed temple. it. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was the weirdest thing. I was like, how about that? It's just the style. But, uh, but yeah, there there seems to be some sort of portal um, that I'm assuming leads to a good place. I would, you know, or some sort of, uh, you know, a realm well, that you'd want to go to. I don't Here's think we could thing, even though, say you that. Weren't even, much, you weren't even trying to go there, really, right? Because, I mean... Or as I remember, you know, you were going to hang yourself up on the cross, just like all the other people, and then the thing saved you. That doesn't seem like that was the norm. See, that's not how I looked at that. And I totally get you seeing it that way, because it's fucking, you know, it doesn't really make that much sense. I mean, we've seen everybody else on the cross, too. You, know, you weren't the only one there. It seemed to me, I mean, this is kind of, if, if this is like a metaphor or whatever, or even if Flash saying it's a dream, I don't know, it almost seems just like the life cycle of a human, right? Like, you wake up. And you got to do these puzzles, school slash work. <laughs> and eventually you have a little baby. And then you die. You die. Yeah. I mean, that definitely would fit, you know, some sort of metaphor, nightmare world. Um, I was thinking that you get on that cross thing. I don't know. You know, it, it's very clear that this, this alien civilization operates you know, they have very complex systems and shit, but I figured you get on the cross and then you connected yourself to that like neuro net, neural network that's in the ceiling. Right. I crazy. thought that was what was supposed to happen. And that was like your reward. Like you did your job, you made the weird baby thing. Now you can be part of the hive mind. Maybe you're part of your, you're like uploading your consciousness kind of. That's, yeah, that's what I thought now. was going to happen. That's how I thought the end was going to be. I thought that was going to happen. And then your boy just went and saved you. Or maybe to get through the portal, you need to like first connect your brain to, to that neural network or you can't enter or something like that. I, it doesn't really make any fucking sense because then two pregnant androids like fucking stab you. Over well, that's what I was saying. It's a lot of things didn't add. Like one, you know, you've seen all the other people on the cross too. Like no one else was carried off. Like yeah, it was very strange that like that's true. when they no when they were carrying off. you, had that little stabbing device that kept like stabbing you. I was like, can you please not do that? Can you just yeah. turn that? It's turn called that surgery, now. and it's good for you. It was not surgery. It was just stabbing the same place <laughs> over oh, and over. It's called again. surgery. What, what did you think? All right. Well, yeah. I guess what are your overall thoughts of the story? Well, so. I wasn't really analyzing it sort of similar to you, John. Like I was just enjoying being immersed in the world. Um, but I think, I think what you said is, is probably uh, an unapt sort of uh, observation about, about being birthed and then being consumed by your, I guess your, your progeny or whatever. But um, I was definitely, blowies. And again, blowies yeah. along the way. Nice. Uh, th yeah, the, the real enlightenment. The, the, the real nice. enlightenment was the blowies we got along the way. <laughs> yes. Um, and how is and how is Laura Palmer involved? Oh, Shut she's not up. Shut oh, and up. sorry, I forgot to tell you, she's not. <laughs> uh, 
that's that's what we think so far. Um, but actually, <laughs> my my reading of what was happening was sort of. I, it's like I saw what they were going for um, and didn't feel like they were tackling it as well as they could have. And then when I read what they did intend, it actually was that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit's oh, light oh, okay. on that. What do you mean? Okay. So their intent with the, the whole, like the metaphor of the entire game was that, um, was of being consumed by technology of like, uh, not, was of of basically uh giving yourself up to the internet and being constantly online and being wired in uh and technology basically just consuming you uh rather than experiencing life or something like that i'm paraphrasing obviously um and i was like okay because throughout the game i was thinking okay so like the more the more the parasite helps you by giving you like new weapons and stuff uh the more it is consuming you and taking you over subverting you um but i don't know that that was like clearly expressed in terms of how the that technology is like guns so is is like a gun analogy uh, and right. the, the tech you actually get that helps you like open doors and shit is just like a an innocuous uh, gauntlet type thing, like yeah, like uh, attachment to your arm. It doesn't yeah. do anything to you negative. It's just I mean, it it hurts you initially when you put it on. But other, other than that, it's not consuming you. And that's the more like just regular tech thing. There's no like Internet in the game aside from. No, it's very the connection you make. to machines. Yeah. Aside from the connection you make to perhaps control the pregnant androids, as you said, I don't really know that I get like that it was or rather I I was seeing those elements, but I wasn't connecting that to the Internet is bad <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. But it did is. you guys feel I did not get that. Um, <clears throat> maybe disappointed or, or felt like it ended too early? When they, because when they first showed that I was controlling two androids, I thought maybe it was going to be like a third act, and you know, because that controlling two characters that opens up, you know, completely different possibilities for different puzzles. I um, believe they said in the art book that they were planning to use the switch mechanic more in the game, but oh, there was yeah. a bunch of cut content, several levels of cut content, in fact. And that's what it definitely felt because, like, why would yeah. you introduce that? And then the only thing you do is you use one to open one switch, and then you take the other and walk through it, and that is it. That's exactly. It's like. They definitely, like, yeah, I, I had the feeling that, it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like, there should have been more there. Yeah, but I, for me, I thought the game ended at the right time. Um, look, I'll be, I'll be honest. It took me, it took me five hours and forty five minutes to beat. Okay, but I squeezed every drop out of the game. You know, right, I, I got a little, how long to beat leisure time. You know, I got <laughs> I got a little more out of it than John. Maybe you know. And that first night you were drinking, you know, you were going on about the three dots <laughs> and what you were talking about. No, honestly, I fully expected just to start the game and there just to be like one of those puzzles where it's just like three switches on the wall, and you just have to get the combination of the three switches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know. But the, I, I think, and, and to your credit puzzle was slightly harder than that you know i wa- <laughs> that, that is what i expect i watched the yeah, first night you're going on you know about three dots 
Was me three going out three dots? Sure wasn't that. Yeah, you were drinking, dude. No, it was definitely you. You were, you were drinking. You are going about the three dots. I'm pretty sure you were talking about when you get, like, an overhead view of the three carts, and, you know, you can, like, switch, like, the, the track. Oh, this definitely, switch, like, this definitely wasn't me. This must have been, like, Dustin or Alex uh, or something. No, this is definitely Because the first you. night I... I'm 100% Because I, I think you, you had played before me, even. I, the I first, did not play before you. I don't know, then. Whatever. I'm I'll take, I'm I'll take you were, I'm telling you, you were drinking. All right, whatever. But, um... I can definitely confirm you were drinking and playing scoring. I don't remember that specifically, but I wasn't paying that much man, attention. I truly was scoring then, because I, I don't even remember that. But, um... <laughs> That's probably we came up with a stupid little out. song. Well, I, I watched the... I, all right, first off, my song's a fucking <laughs> banger. And I'm actually legit upset that you guys didn't enjoy it as much as I did. But, um... <laughs> I, I just thought we were all 90s kids here. Um, I watched I all the feet. trailers for this shit and game. Like there was an extended gameplay a couple months ago on score and I watched it. Maybe I wasn't looking too close because I really was not expecting a puzzle game. I thought I was jumping into like an FPS, um, mm, like in a weird world. And, oh, cause I don't think in any trailer they, like they never ran. They were always walking. And if they did fight a guy, it was like one guy at a time. And like, like it said, it was, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I no, I think I just it. wasn't. Yeah, I just wasn't paying enough attention because I, I really thought, and I would love to see a game that like that that handles combat well because I thought the fucking the guns were cool, the enemies were cool. Um, I mean, Vito, I, I I think you're absolutely onto something because a lot of people I've seen have felt misled by the nature of the trailers, uh, and also I want to point out that the Steam description of the game. Prices FPS, contains right? some, uh, I believe so. It does it not technically, technically I, I guess. Technically, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, first highlight the puzzle game, aspect. It doesn't yeah. highlight first the puzzle game, and you yeah. can shoot. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. Overall, uh, I I enjoyed it. Um, I had a good experience. My takeaway was the game was great. You know, it was fun to have on game pass like it's another it, that's why game pass is great to play you know i have, I'd have to pay 40 dollars, which i think is the price for this i i would say yeah that i would never I, as much as i enjoyed it and like i said i give it two thumbs up 40 dollars is too much i would to never recommend it to anybody for 40 dollars. i say i'd say if you no. have game pass absolutely try it out because it's it's super beautiful um you know this is what i expect to see when i think of like Next gen graphics. Um, Every screen you is a wallpaper. You can get it on sale for twenty dollars, and you're sure you would like something like this. I would recommend it. But if you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't even say twenty dollars because, like I said, three three and a half hours, and there's no. I mean, the the, the only replay value is like I I want to see the environment again. It's not like there's another choice I can make. Well, those aren't fun enough to want to go through again. I mean, no. you're, you're playing it once, and that, that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, right. What I was actually uh, going to say... Pull. Oh, God, sorry. I, I was actually interrupted before before I got to finish what I was going to say. Um, it The game, the Steam description of the game contains some misleading information that is essentially lies, like uh, the game having an open-ended, interconnected world. What the and fuck? Different skill sets and play styles. Well, that's well, that's just on. all wrong. I can, I can just I can justify all those, right? Because sometimes, oftentimes in the game, you know, 
you can take like a left or right path, and they'll, <laughs> they'll both get you there. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. You don't need to take it. And then the other one, yeah. multiple play styles, choose to combat. Like fight or choose flight. Not, choose not to combat. Yeah. Right, right. I found that so, uh, most of the no, times those I had are the both pretty fucked up, though. I mean, it's... Yeah, that yeah. seems more almost like a fucking error, not like a... I can't I, believe, think, I wouldn't think that was yeah. malice. It had to be like they just entered the wrong fucking information. Well, I think it's from like an outdated uh, concept the of the game, even. Yeah, like it's yeah. like seven years old or something. And if that's the case, they really just should. Yeah. Oh, now I'm fix fucking that. extra scorn. I'm scorn about that. <laughs> I'll be straight. Yeah. After one. All right. I'm going to go and pull Greg back in. Don't do it. Oh man. You're okay. a little late. I'm already scorned. Alright. Um John. That's scorn. What else you got? It was only scorn. I got so much more. Um mourned. In the PS1 emulator news. You know, in the spooky season of October, I decided to download the classic. I know we've all played it a few times. PS1 game Casper the Ghost. <laughs> We've all played it. We all love it. It's Casper. Have, this is the friend, the friendly one. Look, I, I, I like friendly Casper. Ghost, ghost. Never played the game. Interesting, no. interesting. Just another one from the old childhood banks that I had played quite often, and I don't. I feel like we did beat it, but usually a game shark eventually just cheat and beat it. Oof. Um. Uh, fairly straightforward game. You're cast with a ghost, and you're in your mansion, and you gotta like. Well, actually, yeah, I, don't, you know, I don't remember the movie. I remember watching the movie, obviously the '90s movie. I don't remember the plot to it, but in this one, you're building a Lazarus machine that your dad left parts to to, I guess, resurrect Casper into an alive boy. And I don't remember that being the plot of the movie. That is more or less the plot of the movie. Yeah. Oh, that is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bill Pullman is the inventor who builds this machine that can make ghosts people again or make people into ghosts or something like that. Bill Pullman is the little girl's father, though, in the yeah. in the movie. Okay, and the, so in this one, it seems like it's Casper's father who made the, the thing and left it for, I guess, him. Okay. He knew he'd be a ghost. But anyways, yeah, it's a simple game. You run around the mansion, you get different powers, you you'd fight your uncles. Uh, and then you get the last. Dude, those question. uncles are so silly. Oh, they're uncles? I thought they were the brothers. Uh, they're, well, you're, they're, you're, I mean, they are brothers, but they're your uncles, uh. I guess. They're ca- stinky, stretchy, and uh, fat, so. Can't get away with those names nowadays. Nah, dude. Fucking lib- um, libs. Stretchy would be okay. Fucking libs. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm having fun with that. I haven't beat it yet, but I'm going to. I'm bouncing back and forth between two games, you know, Scorn and whatnot. Yeah. Um, another other news game. I'm sorry. Casper's father was the one to have built the machine. It's in like the basement. Oh, okay. Bill Pullman is oh, just the guy idiot. who's just. I'm sorry. He's just the latest to <laughs> yeah, have Bill moved Pullman's in. the guy who tries to move in with his daughter. Yeah. With uh, I thought that was like the, the real guy behind Batman. But go ahead. Oh no no. No no no. Um, another emulator news. I tried to start the Legacy of Kane series. Um some reason emulation was was doing me real dirty um and the first game blood omen blood omen one so i talked to my buddy flask and i said what do i do hi he said gog is having a sale right now uh and they have their games and they they play well 
And I said, all right, I'll check it out. And they were having a sale on all the Legacy of Kane games. They were like a dollar each. Whoa. And I got Blood Omen 1, and it runs perfectly. Yeah, so when I played the game a few a couple years ago, the game was not out on GOG. <laughs> so I had to use PS1 emulation, which has long-ass load times, even in emulation. So the GOG version is considerably better, and I'm glad you were able to play that way. Uh, unfortunately, it does not look like Soul Reaver 1 is only available, I mean, I guess possibly through emulation, but through Steam, and uh, from what I've read, it absolutely does not work. Oh, no. Unless you just mod it to hell. I avoided that. I think I might just have to watch like a video or something on on Soul Reaver 1, because all the other games are on GOG in the series. Soul Reaver is not Um, still? Soul Reaver is not. It's only on Steam. Mm, Wow. Yeah. I guess Uh, that's why I emulated that one, too. I'm kind of enjoying this game, I I guess. I don't know. I've got some gripes with it for sure. It's definitely, its age is showing. Um, it's like a, Is that the same one that we saw Flask playing a little bit on stream? I played Soul Reaver on stream, but I had okay, played okay. Blood Omen Legacy of Cain before that. Right. Uh, right. And played all the way through, totally actually. We talked about game. it on the podcast. Well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a top-down... Sure. Uh, Blood Omen is it's like a, a Legend down. of Zelda game almost. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to different temples, fighting bosses, getting their, you know, weapons and abilities and, and, and moving on to the next. Uh, cool. Except for Kane moves fucking incredibly slowly. <laughs> slowly. Always fucking walking. And I, to the point where I like second guess myself many times, like there has to be a fucking run button. There isn't. There's a turn into werewolf button. Who does move uh, faster, to be fair, John. He moves a lot faster, and I, I'm almost always in werewolf speed. Uh, the, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking with the control scheme and the the menu, because as soon as you start the game, you get to the menu, and it says start game, like options and exit, all right? There's no, it doesn't matter, there's no continue, there's no like load game, you gotta go to options and then find load. If you go in the game, and you're just kind of clicking through to like start like the fucking game, like, you know, just to get past the menus, it's going to start the game. And you're going to have to watch, like, a fucking 30-second cutscene of him talking to a guy in a tavern before you're able to go to the menu and load. On top That's of weird. that, B is the cast magic button on my controller. B, cast magic. But for some fucking reason, it's also, like, select in the menus. Like, I'm going to select this option. So... If I were to press start, it automatically, when you press start, it has uh, quit, restart, and continue right on there. And it automatically highlights quit. So if I were to pause the game, and then in my muscle memory of 30 years of playing any other game in existence, <laughs> press B to exit the menu, it just it just shuts the game down. Just, and there's no, like, <laughs> are you sure? It just, like, alt F4, like, closes the game down. Wow. Which has happened to me. Several times, like if I'm kind of like doing other stuff or I'm like, you know, I'm not completely focused on the game, I, I have just shut it down like right in the middle of doing something. I'm like, what the fuck? That's um, other than that, I mean, overall, I, I am I am enjoying the game. I mean, I'm still playing it. But that I mean, story it and voice acting, though. 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm saying, yeah, uh, there's enough other stuff to, to get me, keep me engaged. You know, obviously, yeah, the, the Legend of Kane series is famous right. for the voice acting and the story. I am. I am enjoying those things. I mean, I'm playing it for over 10 hours. So, I mean, I've gotten more time than I, you know, out of score. And I, I mean, I was playing it this morning, too. I think my I'm favorite keep one with is uh, Legacy of Canyon Lynch. 
Yeah, that is, that is a you. good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, this game is, yeah, classic kind of Legend of Zelda style. You have to cleanse these, what is it, like 10 pillars, 8 pillars? I don't know. I don't I've gotten remember like five, how many. I've gotten five of them so far, so I'm like halfway or a little bit more than halfway through the game. I just beat the doll maker, if you remember anything about it. Right, okay. Um, I did kind of have to force myself to play uh, to finish the game, so I don't... I am on the same page as you as far as the game's quality goes. Well, the game has swung very rapidly between, like, not being hard, but being, like... Okay, so because Kane moves so slow, like, certain enemy attacks just seem impossible to avoid. Like, there's, just, like, these orange ghosts that shoot, like, a blast. It's like a homing beam, and it's like, I'm gonna get hit by this no matter what. I just have to tank this. Mm-hmm. And there's like a certain part of the game where I was just fighting a lot of them and I ran out of those like red heart things that refill your health. But then I came right out of it and now I have like 30 of them. So it's like swinging difficulties in certain areas. But overall, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm, in, I'm looking forward to playing the rest of the games in the series. Uh, I need to I'll get let you guys know how that yeah. goes. All right, cool. Legacy of cool. Kane and Lynn. Um, and then, uh, to end video game news, I guess a few of us could talk about this. Uh, we got into Grounded 1.0. We've been having a pretty good time. I'll let you guys talk about it more. a little, I think we talked about it a little bit, um, a few weeks ago, but I believe we did. Um, and I think that where we left off a few weeks ago was us saying that we had pretty much caught up to where we had been, mm-hmm. uh, in some ways have surpassed our progress and we're now ready to go to more. I think we were, um, I think we had, that was pre pond. Right. Yes. Yeah. We, we had gotten, uh, you know, past pond. Uh, we did the haze area, which is like a bug spray ridden area. You need like bug spray helmet for, um, we've gotten to new areas. We've gotten to sand pits and, and, um, it was crazy how much that opened up. Like I knew that, things like the sandbox existed, but like I wasn't expecting us to like, you know, Oh, Hey, fuck. There's this whole backyard. Crazy. I had no idea. To explore. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, I knew it was there because I, I had seen it in one of the updates. It was about that, but I had no right. idea that going to the, I thought it was going to be like a picnic table. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was. Going yeah. To so we started to that. I guess grounded spoilers. If, if you care about progression spoilers like that, but yeah, we, we kind of just started exploring the picnic table because we had the means to, right? Like, we had to make a bomb or something to knock something down to get up on there. Yeah, we had to uh, knock a shovel down. It was uh, up against a rock, and you could blow the rock up, and the shovel kind of falls backwards. You can climb up it and get onto this. Because, you know, in this game, you're, you're shrunk. You can get on this picnic table. It's got a bunch of shit on top, like, including, like, a little castle maze type thing called the Minotaur's Maze. That was pretty little little fun thing to run through and then zip line over to the, the sandbox. Um... I've I've been baking this thought for a while, and I I feel pretty confident about it. I'm not a survival game player, and I am thinking of Alheim when I say this too. I think Grounded for me has the best game world of any survival game I've played, the most fully realized, fun, charming, and just living game world. I really and Valheim it. It, it would be a second for me, but I I I'm I'm always surprised at how like. I don't know, charming and full, grounded world feels. You know what I mean? And it's curated. Yeah, and I think which the setting... is a big thing. What's that? I'm sorry. It's it's curated. It is a manufactured yes, world yes. with a lot of details. It's not procedurally generated. Put it deliberately. Right. 
Sure. Yeah, and I'm mean, obviously just the setting of, of being shrunken. Just the possibilities are infinite. You know, you just look around. I was thinking that. You know, every time I walk walk in my yard now, and I let my dogs out or something, I look around my yard and I think like, where would I go if I got shrunk? Like, what's, what's right. a good resource area? Yeah, and then you yeah. just start stomping. You just start stomping everything yeah. in sight. Oh, dude! Well, no and, matter and, if you and can you realize, see John, if you're like me and you've had that thought, you realize like the game is kind of cheating a little bit because who has a backyard? Like as diverse as that, you right? Know I, mean? I look like yeah, my might be pretty barren. I had a lot of pile of shit. That's He's got a it. fucking koi koi fish pond back there. Like, come on. He's got yeah. a cordyceps infestation in yeah. his backyard. Uh, <laughs> one one big thing though, I did want to mention because uh, we did talk about this last uh, pod. You actually posted it. If you click on that link um, for the feature board, they updated it. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. And it looks not as good. And I think there might have been some talk in the subreddit. I don't remember. But uh, basically, they took away all the cool stuff we were talking about. And under For the Future is just quality of life and additional base blueprints. Uh-oh. Oh, so, all the crazy that, stuff like weather. And, and they, I, think, I think there was like a small post or something. I think they said, you know, we're not going to rule like future content from the game out. But we're not, you know, going to put yeah. it up there and say like, hey... It's gonna come just eventually. Like, yeah, if it if it makes sense, it makes sense. I had um, I'm glad you mentioned this because I had seen that post and I had no idea what the context was. And this was right before the pause. I didn't really look into it, but I I remember that post kind of framing it as like, oh, we're just cleaning things up. We had to take it down because you know we're we're still planning things. We're gonna update it here soon. Right. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, before there were there were a plethora of things like weather and. Uh, I mean, that was a big one that stood out to me, but yeah, now you know they kind of stripped it down. I Which mean, yeah, those I things would have been cool, whatever. but yeah. it, like the game, and we played in early access, so I feel pretty confident saying this. It, it definitely deserves its 1.0 so far. I mean, we got to see how it sticks sure. to landing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes these games fall apart in the back half, but um, I, I, I would love, I would pay money DLC for a big content package of this game, but I'm happy if this is all there is, you know? Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to know, I was looking at the, you know, uh, go big, whatever, 1.0 update. It says features, new items, quartzite, marble. Those weren't in the game before. I swear to God, like, we collected those the whole time. You know, like the upgrade materials, like for I think, armor. and. I think it might have been called something else. Like, maybe it was called mm -hmm. quartz or something. Uh, maybe you're right. I, I, I was going to say, I, marble maybe not, but I swear I remember like some sort of orange. Yeah, rock Oh, the yeah, the materials of like uh, quartz stuff existed. I think it's specifically the marble that was maybe added. Well, no, it, it's it's saying here new item quartzite. Oh. But maybe it was quartz before and yeah. they just made quartzite. And new, there was know, definitely new something in the game like yeah. that. Yeah, and in, like in the same spawn, right? Because you, you know where the start, you can run to the to the wire in the cave to get yeah the lights yeah exactly. uh yeah I don't, I don't want to get too off track here so yeah i mean i'm having fun at 1.0 i think we're at a point where we could very easily get on and finish the last lab and I, either i don't know finish the game or finish the first act i was obviously i'm finished assuming finish the first act of the game because we have the upper yard to do but yeah this will be we're at the you know when you start the game the robot tells you there's four labs that you have to uh, go in and get the super chip. And originally, I guess even like uh, the alpha or the beta or whatever, I kind of thought that was like going to be the game. I thought it was going to take you all over the yard. Yeah. That that does not seem to be the case. 
yeah so i i'm kind of excited for that we we got the black hand lab to clear out and then yeah like like you i'm expecting we're about to enter into act two whatever that means i started um, listing because, the things because there's still... a whole sorry i was just gonna say because there's a Go whole ahead. upper yard area with like a shed that we can see and like there's a bunch of shit up there there's this weird looking castle above the pond that's been taunting us this whole game when like <laughs> gotta be a box we haven't even seen yet because I mean, uh, we just started to see what roly polies are sick ones yeah we got sick roly polies we have um we have recipes that require termite stuff and we haven't seen any termites yet so anyway, and we've just we've just barely got into tier three stuff uh mm -hmm. so i'm sure there's a lot of equipment to find as well sorry what were you gonna say for us I started listing the uh, the stuff we still have to do, like the objectives still on our plate, the places still needed to explore. And I was like, damn, we still have a lot to do. Even now, the amount of content in the game is pretty impressive. For sure. It kind of snuck up on us, too, because like, I never felt like the game didn't have a whole lot going on. But like, you know, we played on the very first early access release when the only story thing was the oak tree. and uh you could kind of get to the hedge area you know mm -hmm. um but yeah now i sorry i'm being kind of repetitive because i said this but i'm just constantly surprised at how full the game feels like you know and the progression it was, it was, is also it was fun very, to see that progress yeah the the like the survival crafting progression is also pretty well done i would say in that yeah. we're now at a very stable place where we can pretty readily go out and hunt a particular bug even one that, you know, maybe takes a few people to kill. But we do that, and we come back, and we make the stuff we need. Um, and we collect resources pretty readily. And just, like, we have a functioning society now, you know? We have a functioning yeah. uh, crafting system. Now, now that you mention that, I will say, I'm not a general fan of crafting systems, in, like, just in general. So, mind you, this is coming from somebody who's not self-proclaimed expert on these things. I get that this is a necessity of the thing, but I'm never a fan of time-gated crafting stuff, real time-gated crafting stuff. I mean, like uh, the berry leather. Turning the berry oh, leather. Oh, then it takes a certain right. amount of time to cure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wish, like, they gotta I mean, make it like cause the... something, and I get that, like, time makes sense because you kind of just do it passively, and it totally worked. It's not a bad system at all. I just, personal pet peeve. You know what I mean? I mean, you could get it quicker, it just costs more. Yeah, you could get it quicker, but it costs more. Yeah. I, I wish it was a way, and maybe, I'm just guessing here. Actually, I'm guessing the oven probably, because, you know, we have an uh, oven that yeah, we that can would make. Be cool. We haven't made it yeah. yet. Either may, maybe it makes that faster, or it makes, like, the, the stuff for upgrading armor. Like little if that, like, uh, ceramic pads, you know? And I, and I probably am speaking too soon, because if that happens then what i just said is totally invalidated you know because it's totally fine to make you either pay time or like have to get a better piece of equipment to do it quicker you know i'm fine with that we'll see though yeah so it's crowded and having fun i don't want to take up too much more time no it's been a great round table so far um we might nix the news if everybody goes along which is totally fine the news is is you know there's stuff that happened the last week and we'll talk about it if we have time but uh for the most part i think you can wait i'm good because i'm not done that was just video game news, bud. The frog. Oh, God. In my viewing news, people are getting the wrong idea of me. I swear I'm not like this. But uh, <laughs> I finished She-Hulk. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, aren't you? Yes, he did. Yes, congratulations. I gotta say, buddy. I didn't. Uh, you know, there there was some hate about this show online, and I didn't. I didn't think it deserved. I mean, I didn't think it was like amazing. I didn't think it was great. I, I I don't know. I think people are expecting like each of these superhero shows or like movies to be like Oscar worthy. You know, like it's just a chain. brand these days. Right, and like it's fine if somebody wants to go with that, and if they do that, that's cool. But I guess more, I don't know. Maybe this is just a way of coping. I guess the way the way I looked at it is the way I looked at the last Thor movie, which I, I talked about not really liking. But to me, it it felt like less like one of those. You know, I'm I'm looking to make like a good movie, and more just like a weird, one off like like '60s comic book where just some weird shit happens, and it's like. All right, that wasn't that good, but they just have to make one every week. You know what I mean? They just yeah, gotta, yeah. You gotta turn them out. You just gotta pound them out. Yeah. And it was She-Hulk. Like it wasn't some crazy story. It doesn't seem like it's gonna, you know, bend into the greater narrative. Um, hmm. it was just small stuff, day to day. Fine. Uh, uh, spoilers for anyone. Flash, did you watch this at all? Did you care? No, did I gave up. Watching remember, this? halfway through. Right. At episode four. All right. Um, I mean, it was fine. So like, all the the plot lines kind of came to a head in in She Hulk fashion. Uh, at the end of the or you know near the end of the episode when you know the climax happened and people were clashing and you know everything was going off, she was like, "Oh, this is not how my finale is supposed to go." And it, you know, it for a second it it kind of goes back to like the Disney Plus screen, and you see her like kick her way out of the She Hulk title. And she climbs out, which is ripped and then from the she's comics. Like in the real world, yeah, that's ripped directly then, from the comics, right? Yeah, and then, and then she she goes to the Disney offices, like she walks past some you know busy like buildings with like Mickey on it, and she goes to meet Kevin Feige, and then he turns out that Kevin is just like an acronym, and he's actually a robot, uh, and she does a bit where she talks to him, and she's like, ah, you know, I want to change this and this. This is the new ending, and then that's the new ending, and then. He goes back in the episode and it just kind of goes from there. See, I feel like all of the discourse online is about whether or not that is stupid. Uh, I don't think that's stupid in concept because it's taken directly from the She-Hulk comics and breaking the fourth wall can work if you just do it well. It's right. I, 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 I didn't, didn't actually know the the content of that, like what actually happens there. I didn't know that. Um, And that would be the thing that it like hinges on whether or not that is well written whether or not that is fulfilling for the the viewer i can't say because i didn't watch it but like you know like that is the important part whether or not that works uh what is actually happening with you know her what what the result is from her breaking the fourth wall you know or yeah yeah i thought i mean i thought it was completely fine um because the stakes were extremely the stakes were like a bunch of incels got her dna and like this one billionaire was going to turn himself. Well, he did. He turned himself like into. Started, okay, so he, he purposely started to like ramp up, get crazy. Like he turned himself into a Hulkling. Like he was like, oh, I got Hulk powers, right? And then uh, the abomination was going to step in and fight him. But then out of nowhere, the Hulk like kicked in the door and it was like, step away from my sister. And then they started fighting. Like it was like basically it was making fun of all the, the fan theories of stuff they thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then. Like they had them all happen at once, and then she was like, "This is stupid," and then she changed the ending. Uh, whatever, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't the greatest thing. 
I watched it, and I I'll move on. Daredevil was in it too. <laughs> Daredevil was in it too, setting up for his series or movie. Yeah, that's coming out next year. And they yes! fucked. If you want to know, they fucked. I didn't want to yes! know that actually. Uh, in other uh, watching news, you know, <laughs> uh, more Marvel. Did I talk about this? The Werewolf by Night. No, I, I, I watched that too. Stuff though. Up. He's making up shows. Werewolf by Night. This is actually. I give this one like one and like three fourths of a thumb up. This is just like a one-off small, um, fifty-four minute drop that they did. The Marvel property, and it's kind of like uh, homage to. The like, universal monster area or era, hmm. um, you know, black and white, you know, Dracula, Mummy Man. Um, it's completely in black and white. Uh, and it has to do with these Marvel characters, um, Elsa Bloodstone on a flask. I don't know if you're familiar with her. I am. All right. I'm probably more familiar with her than I am. I, I've heard of her only through Frozen. the Versus game. They have a Versus card. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. From Frozen. Elsa uh, Bloodstone. But anyway, it's 54 minutes, it's in black and white, and the the idea is that, like, this great, like, uh, monster, because, like, this is, like, introducing, I guess, the idea of monsters in this, this MCU universe. Like, this monster hunter, something in Bloodstone, uh, died, and, uh, you know, he invited these great, like, uh, hunters, you know, Van Helsing types, to this place, and they're going to do a hunt, and whoever gets the beast, like, inherits his, uh, you know, stone, the Bloodstone, it's supposed to be a really powerful artifact. Uh, and it's it's just that it's just uh, you know them hunting this this monster and then some twists and turns happen in Marvel fashion, but it's just like I said, it's very stylized and black and white and it's shot well. Uh, it's it's pretty so it's pretty solid. It's 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 own standalone thing. It's pretty short, pretty good. I would recommend it for a, a Spooktober watch for sure. Ooh, I right. didn't I didn't like it very much. All right, cool. Uh, never, <laughs> oh, Flash didn't like it very much. <laughs> Fuck me, everybody. <laughs> Never Good mind. thing right that you came page. before yeah, Flask tonight. I value his opinion <laughs> more than yours. So. Oh, do you? Do you? Well, you well I was shit. I was going to take a point off first off because it's called Werewolf at Night. Isn't that kind of... Uh, by Night. Werewolf by Night. That's kind of redundant, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Werewolf by Night. It's the name of a comic. That's why it's called. It's it's and the main character. Maybe, maybe, maybe the, the hand well, kind of tied. Maybe the source you know, had, They had to like kind of explain what a werewolf was to like the normie, you know? Yeah. Kind of, actually. Werewolf, but only at night. Okay, but... Yeah, but Wolf Flash didn't like it. We've all seen Teen Wolf, so we kind of know what a werewolf is. God, John, you talk I so think stupid you, right now. No, 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 John had a great description of it, actually. I think, like, if if you're not as cynical as me, you will... That's not even a good qualifier. You might like it. You might if you're well. not I just as smart as me... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm fucking, kidding. Uh, Universal bad. Studios, like... Was gonna try and launch like their like they were they're doing their dark universe yeah their dark universe they would have had the werewolf and the mummy and shit and yeah, Marvel's chomping at the bit well I think they they dropped I think the Tom Cruise well, mummy, the mummy came out yeah, yeah. and then they they just dropped the idea altogether. Uh, you know I thought I was done, but I've got more. What played... the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's been two weeks, bud. Uh, hey, I played that's fine. the. The Warhammer 40k Dark Tide beta. Yeah, dude, that was fun. That was cool. Uh, I like that. Yeah, very, very briefly. Uh, I like the environments. Um, I mean, you can feel the the Vermintide in there, depending on the class you played. If you played the big guy, it was pretty much a straight up Vermintide. I did make a second character as a soldier. There's a lot more shooting, and the, the gameplay did feel pretty different. 
a lot weaker actually. Like uh, the the big guy was just easy mode. What um, are the enemies in this game? They're like chaos guys, chaos soldier grunts, like, humanoids. crazy hum humanoids. Because yeah. I I got uh, into so, the beta, but I wasn't able to play like the day that I tried to play. Like the servers were down. Nah, that's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, if um, like like uh, if you don't want me saying real quick. I played a lot of Back for Blood, and I kind of like that game at times. And um, so that's my most recent horde squad based shooter type thing. Um, compared to that, like I, I'm really digging how cool the levels feel. Uh, they feel fully realized. A lot of shit going on. Uh, that's like telling telling a little story as you're running through the level. You know what I mean? That's how I felt when we were playing the prison level. That was a good first level to play. Uh, I agree. Dig I agree. Digging the abilities a lot. I'm playing as a psyker while you're playing as the um big guy. Um digging like especially created back for blood, enemy reactivity. Like hitting them and like them reacting, like the sound cues and all that. You know, we only played a beta, but everything felt pretty on point. Yeah, that's I'm excited a, for this game. That's the first thing I look for when I'm playing like a shooter of any kind. Yeah, one thing I did notice, and you can make arguments both ways, but I think I like it. Is that you know, you're playing Vermintide or something? There's enemies like the Jangler or the the fat guy that can hold you, and they don't let go. They they hold you and then they keep holding you until you're dead if your team doesn't get you. And they can be frustrating if you're playing with randos because they usually don't give a fuck. In this game, there are enemies that can tackle you and hold you. But they only do it for you know a limited amount of time. You know they do their damage and then they let you go, mm. and then they can hold you again. They can like tackle you again. You have like a window to get away. This way, you, you're not like ultra frustrated by you know having to play by yourself. I, I like that. That change. is nice. Is it there uh, like a leveling up system like in Vermintide? Yeah, it seems to be. I mean, yeah, it seems to be quite similar. Yeah, you have um, two. You have like a melee and a, a ranged weapon, and I guess each class might have like two or hmm. I think maybe two or maybe three. You can unlock later like variations in each of those, and yeah, there's like a. A level up system like I get to level five on a character I unlocked like the first tier yeah like three options you can pick from like a talent you pick one and then you know the other two are blocked out sick and it's not like they're blocked out forever you can just you know you can swap between them just yeah. you only have one at a time dude what is up uh, with the because I did I did get to do the character creator and it's like asking me about my backstory and I don't know. I really like that. It does not seem like that matters at all, but that is a cool little feature that when you're making, you, and you do get to make a character, a slight little character creator kind of screen where you can make your ugly guy. But then, yeah, it does ask you like a series of questions like, you know, what home planet were you on? You know, what was your upbringing? What was like a moment that changed your life? You know, I, this I, and that. and I, I really like that stuff, but it, I don't think it's going to change anything. Right? I don't, uh, know I don't think it has any mechanical change, but, um, and I could be wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if the voice lines of your character say like the dialogue and mm. such is supposed to reflect your background. Yeah. I would hope it's more than just some lore that you set in the beginning and then completely forget about it. Well, I know there is, there is one very small thing that I, if if you pick one of the, I forget which one it is. If you pick one of the planets, you have the option to have like purple eyes and you don't get that option uh, with any other hmm. race or whatever character. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, hey, I'm, I'm totally fine with it just being like a way to like gameplay just wise tell me like, hey, you're playing a character, like you're playing, you know, you're not gonna just switch classes in between games. That's cool. I guess it's just you know it's something I haven't seen in like these other horde shooters, and I right. would I yeah. would hope that 
they thought of it more than just yeah they'll just be the screen and the character creator and that's it I uh, I did see at least one mechanic that I first saw in Back for Blood. I don't know if it was the first place that had it, but where you have trauma damage um, that carried over into Dark Tide, but it, it works fine. You got healing cabinets and that kind like of thing. Like genetic trauma? No, like when you go down, when you get picked up, you only have 75% of your max health. Like you can't go above that. And if you knock down again, you only have 50% of your max health Yeah. until you go to like a healing station and then it'll like get rid of the. What yeah, does kill you make you trauma. makes you weaker? I meant like generational um, trauma. I think Dark Tide calls it psychic oh damage you. or something. Uh, I could keep, you know, I could keep going. I did even more stuff. Oh I'll my stop God, there. This guy's got more I'll, I'll stop. You know, it's not a contest oh. for who could do the most stuff. No, it's okay. I'll it's stop. Not. But if anyone competes with me, I got more. <laughs> hey, that's I all know right. You, I know you got more. John's roundtable may have felt inflated. But really, it wasn't because it just absorbed a lot of content from the rest of us. He kind of yeah. just picked, actually picked and pattered. You you absorbed uh, you obliterated my, my entire round table. round table, so it worked <laughs> out. Free. But hey, you know what? I loved it. Every minute of it. I loved it, too. It's good stuff. Yeah, I loved how I was able to watch an episode of One Piece while you guys talked about scoring. Hey! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm glad it worked out for everybody. We're running a little late and I'm already bored. It's time for us to take a break. All right, Natalie. Already. You're a little late. Oh, I just see what you did there. I'm already bored. It's not <laughs> quite good. as good as scoring. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very highbrow of you to thank you. No, that was good. That was good. You prepared that earlier, or uh, you just thought of that on the spot? Uh, no, almost everything I say, I write down in a little notebook. Almost everything. Um, almost everything I say <laughs> is pre-planned. Every, everything, almost everything I say or do in life is uh, completely uh, planned. Yeah, no, I, I completely write everything down. I'm going to say like all the little jokes. Everything like, I say I'm thinking that I'm going to say tomorrow, I have it written down. Uh, no, just for the pod. No, you do it. You do it, and you have like a whole script for for the, the only next way day to live is scripted. Yeah, your whole life is scripted. How would you uh, like? I don't want. I don't want the listeners to know the truth that I almost barely think about this until the hour before. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that, Andy. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest though. I'll be honest though. The Vito Bellucci bit. I thought of that like two hours ago. Damn. That sucks that you wasted that all that time. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to refine the bit. I'm pleased with the results. What What do you think? What do you think One Piece is about? One Piece is about, uh, it's about a group of pirates. I know this. And um they're like orphans probably maybe they're all orphans from the same that, orphanarium and I don't, they turn their I, orphanage look, into i don't i don't know boat. anything about one piece almost they're, they're or like, actually their orphanage was was uh i feel like you're a lot of characterization here no 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 i i mean i i've heard bits and pieces of the show i think this is what it, and their orphanage okay. was was like cut off like you know like like broken off 
from the land and fell into the water and that became their their pirate ship and now they sail around um looking for um um gum gum fruits gum gum fruits and um straw hats actually they're called devil fruits and uh i think that's all i that's all i got Um, What, what what is the one piece the one piece um it's like a religious thing right it's like a bible or something like that there is a bible oh it's like it's, it's like the it's like the new new testament that's what they're looking for no i think the one piece is supposed to like make you like the king of pirates or something like that no nah, i straight up i don't think that's true at all I think it's I think a physical it's, thing. I think it's some sort of like religious text that they're looking for. I think they're like, I don't think but that's a, a that's the thing. Text. No, 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 no. I got it wrong. They they were persecuted for their religion, so they set sail. <laughs> they're leaving their country of Japan, <laughs> and they're they set sail, and they're pirates, and they're looking for, um, you know, they got like some sort of message from God from their. God. All right, what's the grand line? What's the next question? Grand line. What is it? Grand line. Yeah, what's the Grand Line? Is that something from the show, the Grand Line? Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Is that the name of the ship? No. The Grand that's Line. Like where the whole, that's like where the whole show takes place, I think. The Grand Line? Yeah. Oh, is it like a, like a straightaway? Oh, it's probably like a, a war tour. Well, everybody in that show is kind of like an idiot, so they need to travel in a straight line. I right. don't want to stray too far from the path. The ship never backs up or, or turns. It just goes it just goes straight. It just goes straight. It's really simple that way. That show, I guess they have to make it dumb to, you know, for the viewers, for the people who are watching that, you know, they don't, they wouldn't understand like higher complexity, like, you know, themes and stuff. What did you say? One Piece viewers don't Nothing. have high art literacy. Is that what you're saying? I beat Scrum before you. You can't say that. God. There's nothing wrong with being a One Piece user. He's right. A One Piece user. <laughs> you know. I, wish, you my, I wish my friends wouldn't use One Piece. I miss when they were normal. Fucking need it. We're, we're back. A dinosaur story. Uh, something else really interesting is whatever my friend Greg has been doing the last month because I haven't been uh, on this podcast. In oh like yeah, month. that's right. You had you had some you had some uh, adventures in Italy, from what I hear. Uh, if by that you mean I was locked in a wage cage, then yeah, I uh, <laughs> I sure All did. Right, so, what's what's been going on the last month? So I'm gonna do an opposite of John. I'm gonna go with the old stuff first, and then. Talk about the new stuff. <clears throat> Proceed. Uh, so a month ago, I uh, I maxed out all my jobs in Final Fantasy, which is a... Uh, I just wanted to bring that up. That's like a personal thing. I hate leveling in video games. I think it fucking sucks. But I play MMOs, and that's like one of the main things is leveling. So I'm kind of like in this weird... I'm in this weird realm where I love MMOs, but I hate leveling up. But I leveled so up you, all my are jobs. You, are you done? So you're done leveling? You you don't care about experience anymore at all? Uh, I mean, 
I'll play. Well, funny you should say that because yesterday Final Fantasy had a new patch and they added a bunch of new stuff. So now I'll be working on that. Uh oh, which is it pretty never great. Ends. Like it new never... jobs or what? Uh no. So the jobs are basically like your classes. Um, they ha it's split up into uh your disciple of war, disciple of magic, uh, and then disciple of the hand and land. Hand and land are like your crafting jobs and your gathering jobs, and the other two are uh, like your actual classes. You go to like do dungeons and level up your uh, your like what you do to like parties and whatnot. Uh, so I leveled up all my war, all my uh, war magic uh, ones, which took I think about a couple months uh, of just doing like these little roulettes every day. I would get on, play for like an hour and a half, then get off, do something else. Sounds like but a nightmare. I'm Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it sucked, but I'm happy to be done with it, so I never have to think about it again. Uh, Alright, congratulations. Yeah, I'm gonna let Flash talk about the other thing, because, you know, okay. it was his game, oh, and right. I'm, just, I'm just relishing in it. <laughs> uh, I also have gotten on the classic video game bandwagon, and I started playing Medieval 2. The, nice. Uh, it's a it's a hit. I uh, I love I love that game as a kid, and uh, playing it now, I still have fun. Uh, I feel like the game, like I'm doing levels like that are in the beginning, like the third level. I thought it was like halfway through the game, and I'm like, wow, is this game like super short? Uh but I'm having a lot of fun. My main issue is I fucking hate the camera, and it sucks, mm. and I can't do anything about it. It's just uh. So no, it's old clunky garbage. Dude, games were just bad then. Yeah, games All were bad. Games bad then. So wait, uh, the third level being in the middle of the game thing was that your memory failing you? Yeah, that was my true? memory failing me. Oh, okay, that much okay. like I was like, oh man, like uh, the third level is called uh, the Freak Show, and I've had uh, that. I've had that every time I think about that game. I think about that level. I don't know why. I just think it's cool. I was like, oh, man, that's like halfway through the game. And then you do all this stuff. That was like, the, I was like, what? I'm here already. Oh, my God. Gotcha. But uh, I've been having a blast. I'm like, I, I have to be like halfway through the game, I think. Uh, So I've been I've been slowly going through that. Daniel Fortescue. Yeah, I, I love that game. I love that series. I wish they would do more with that. Yeah, the remaster. Was that good? Oh uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, I know you guys really didn't like uh, the original when you played it. I liked it uh, when I forced you all like gunpoint to play it. But uh, <laughs> playing the remake, I had uh, it was it was a blast, dude. I uh, I grew up playing that series or those you know those two games, and I was very happy to play it again with the remake, especially with uh, how nice it looked. Yeah, I should play that, and I really hope they remake too cool. like that. Ah, uh, so yeah, that's that. Uh, One Piece, everybody One Piece. Nobody I, One uh, Piece. I, one Piece! I'm giving an update. I am on episode 822. Are you found it everybody? Screw it, dude. Is he bad at looking or what? What'd you say? He has not found it yet. No, he actually... Uh, he just bad at looking or what? He actually just beat the shit out of, um... The, uh, the... the uh, out of Joker. The, uh... The, like, the underworld uh, weapon boss or whatever. Just kind of beat him up, and now he's at this place called Whole Cake Shat Whole Cake Island, where uh, the Emperor Big Mom is at. 
and he's trying to get his uh his his cook bag. A whole cake. Yeah, it's literally everything yeah. on the island you can eat. It's part of this. I don't remember the whole. It's a a bunch of islands. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but basically everything on the island and like the sea around it is all uh like food and like candy based or like cakes and candy. Mm. Like Wait, uh, what is the sea? The sea is like a bunch of juices. Uh, oh, like, it's like a sugary sl- it's coke. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, like uh, sugary slurry. At one point, they uh, they were at the sea, and the sea mixed together. It was like on one side of the river was like pineapple, and then an orange sea and whatnot. And uh, they got to one of the cities could, that was all made out of chocolate. Uh, you could just eat the walls like and that, stuff. Man. What'd you say? Shouldn't mix your seas like that, man. Apparently, it tasted delicious. Uh, when it rained, it uh, or it snowed cotton candy there. It snows cotton candy there. When it rains, it rains syrup. Syrup is sticky. Syrup. Yeah, it is sticky. And uh, the the emperor there, like the uh, leader of the place, Big Mom, she's able to uh, take people's souls and put them into like inanimate objects, sure, like it, like trees and shit. Cool. All right. Very cool, very cool. I love, I love One Piece. It's great. I'll probably be done with it by the end of the year. <laughs> Nobody wants the rate I'm going. They seem to have a pretty good idea of where the One Piece is at. I was kind of jumping. They, on the so we rate. do. I think we have like a firm. Oh, we know where it's we at. know where it's at. It's just again, it's about getting there. And like so, I'm, basically, we're learning this thing. What do you think they're fucking doing, yeah. Vito? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil it a little bit, John, if you don't mind. I know you. Uh, oh, please do. So we have just, I just found out about these things. Well, not really. Uh, there's these things called the poneglyphs, and they're these things made by the ancient uh, people of that world, and uh, they have, they basically have all this stuff written down on it. But there are four red ones called the road poneglyphs. And those lead you to this island called Raftel, and they will show you the, uh, what is it, the truth of the universe if, when you go there and you have all the poneglyphs. So that is the poneglyphs? Yeah, so that... That's not it, Vito. So that so is... So is that the, the truth of the universe is the One Piece, or is that just another thing on top of I, I, I think it's... I'm assuming that's where the One Piece is hidden. The, the One Piece is... Uh, is Captain Gold Roger the king of the the original king of the pirate? It's his treasure. It is the one piece? Mm, okay. So yeah, but that's one piece. Well, that'd uh, be worth it. Well, what could it be? It's a great question. It's what just is a lot it? of gold, right? It's probably just a bunch of gold. Yeah, but that would be like stupid. It's one piece of the god devil fruit of the oh. original devil fruit. Well, yeah, that would also kind of suck. Didn't have How many years in in universe? Yeah, maybe because he never piece? ate it. Uh they've been doing it for about uh, like. Luffy been living for it. Yeah, what do you mean? Show. Yeah, how, yeah, how many? Yeah. How many like yeah. years in universe is yeah. the show? Uh, like three? Well, Luffy's been looking for it for like three years, but people have been looking uh, for it for like over twenty years. Okay, three years ain't bad. Yeah, he's been he's done a lot in three years. I'm just saying, like after three years, I personally wouldn't be disappointed. And that's Luffy. why and it, you're and not going to be the pirate king. If it was just a bunch of gold, <laughs> like I'd be happy with that. That'd be pretty sweet. No, that right, would suck. Well, if it was anything else, pirate. I'd be a little pissed. Like you know, anything short of like immortality or something, I would just hope it was a lot of gold. 
Yeah, I mean, think about, like, the Titanic. Uh, I actually, I guess, this is kind of like a side thing, but there was this this lady who she wanted uh, to find the Titanic, and she, like, dropped out of school and everything. Or not dropped out of school. She, like, studied uh, school, and, like, her first day of getting to college to study all that, they found the Titanic, and it just, like, exploded her dreams. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned for, for all One Piece fans. When Why? We'll find the treasure and everyone will be happy. Well, because I think that everyone's really like, yeah, I guess what you said, 20 years people have been following this manga or show. Oh, no, um, I was saying like 20 years. 25 years. 25 oh, yeah, years. So, so this one, the One Piece itself is so fucking hyped. Like, definitely people are going to be disappointed. Yeah, but, you know, that's not like, well, yeah, yeah that is the end goal. Thing. It's about the yeah, journey, dude. Great, great I get it. I get that. I just think a lot of people are Do you, though? Because you seem to be focused on this one piece and not the yeah, really, one really journey. on the one piece. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious what it is. Everybody's <laughs> curious, but that's not well, what... What if it's the- your mom's phone number? Are yeah. you going to be happy about that? <laughs> the one piece! Would you like that? The one piece is real! I don't understand how that would even how that even make its way into the show. And I actually I emailed no, the, I uh, the guy who makes that. it. I'm not sure how it would either. From what I understand, it's a very popular show. Not be happy with. Yeah, I do. I used to think this show sucked. Right. I was like, oh, but calls. I didn't watch it, and then I watched it, and now I'm like 800 episodes deep. A lot of calls. All right, but that's one piece. We're done. We're done with one piece. I'm cutting it. I'm not gonna have like an hour thing like with like John about yeah, scorn. Uh, the next thing, uh, Dragon Ball Breakers. I was going to talk Breakers. about that, but I decided not I to. Know. I'm I, surprised I you didn't talk about it. John. I was waiting for it, and I said, oh, he's giving it to Greg. What a good friend. Thank you, friend. I'm going I in. Truly, I like this game a I'll lot. Move over and let me talk about it. All right, you can talk. You want to, you can bring no. it up. <laughs> I just want so, as always with this podcast, I, all, I'm not very, uh, articulative with my words i just like saying hey this game's fun dude and uh breakers like a, what was it 20 dollars? not even 17 bucks 20 yeah, 17 bucks yeah. yeah super worth it i love this game it is seven people first it's seven versus one the one person chooses between uh boo cell or frieza and the seven other people are yeah. trying to Activate these power gen. If I basically find these keys, activate uh, the super time machine and uh, revert time in that area, basically to defeat the bad guy yeah. or the, the asymmetrical multiplayer game. Yes, where- it's like Friday the Thirteenth with Dragon Ball characters. You're being hunted if I gotta by be. the villain, but but as the good guys, you could get stronger and eventually maybe fight and defeat. Uh, and so let you me guys tell all you- played the beta. Though, yes, right? we played the beta and the full game came out. Uh I have how many? Let me see. I got only I only got 14 hours in Breakers. That was, that was my first time playing the game. I bought it on release and I played with everybody and I had a blast. Yeah, dude, it's really fun. Uh now I will say I have uh the last two days uh been playing with randos and that has been that. uh not that fun. Uh but you're playing with all of us, more. Uh, I'm noticing that nobody cares about uh, anybody else, and it's just passing a, Dragon Balls to each other and anything like that. That's uh, I've seen. So I've ha- now to be fair, I'll give some people credit. Some people are super helpful. Other people, no, they're just like 
give me they just take their dragon balls and they just they just basically hide and wait until it's time to use the escape there's pod. no no voice chat in multiplayer is there no and that's probably for the best because i could see that game turning very toxic they do have the symbol like uh what do you call they have it? like can- stickers you can messages. do and emotes yeah. yeah you could do yeah i thought uh, it was fun when it was just seven of like, when i played i only played with our friends we had a full group dude yeah us together that was uh that was a blast just it was fun just dunking on the yeah like, just all of us being able to like work together i mean like all right i'm level three i'm level three let's go kick this guy's ass and then we would just and then we would just be the shit out of we we were not a victim there Everybody yeah. who plays a game is a victim. We were not victims. We didn't we, win every game. No, there but were we some did, guys that beat us, but we did really well. I feel like we were communicating really we well. Stomped a lot of people. You know, so. we we were good on the revives. You know, when we we were keeping track of who had which Dragon Balls, and then like making sure the right person got them to summon the dragon. That, yeah, dude, we set up the time machine. We had dedicated people who would go to the time machine, and like when the bad guy would get closer, people would break off. Other people would swap out to fight him. We yeah. super good uh, communication. A lot, of swapping in and out. Game. a lot of coordinating, like, all right, we're all level. All right, we got like three guys that are level three. Let's go like fucking beat his ass for a bit and like do that. I think we did really well. As a, yeah, as a, we as had a, a, I had a blast. I will probably um, never play that game by myself. That seems not fun. Uh, yeah, it's all right. But mainly, yeah. The experience for me is I, 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 I would recommend it. Yeah, and, and definitely. It's definitely nice because like you can get you can get messed up early, but like with a squad of like eight friends or six friends and um ninety seconds to like get picked up, you know you're just gonna get picked up. You know what I mean? You don't gotta yeah. worry too much about it. Um, Word, there are yeah. some bad stuff. You know, I mean, they got a battle pass, which is interesting because it has like a limit on it. And also, they have, uh, like, one of the characters they, like, introduced, which was, like, a farmer with a shotgun. You unlock him by getting at the end of the battle pass, and... Yeah, kind of bullshit. I mean, he's, like, a character skin you can put on your, your survivor. Um, that is the, the farmer with shotgun who shot Raditz in the, like, first episode of oh, Dragon Ball Z. And, yeah, they haven't talked away at the... Back of the battle pass. What even worse about the battle pass is that like it's almost time gated in a way because you, you get can only get ten by points doing either a day. dailies or weeklies. So you have to, you know, and you can't just play the game a lot one day. You have to play it enough one day and then come back the next day. So damn, kind of bullshit. But whatever. I, I don't really care about. Yeah, it. I mean, it is bullshit. What I'm I, ex- interested though is yeah, not a big deal. But uh, so. Like they said, they have uh, that's a skin. Uh, Bulma and uh, Oolong are also skins, uh, and they have their own like little perks. Uh, they have like Bulma has like a charm ability, and one of the things you can do is if you level it up to ten, you master it, and you're able to use that ability on your uh, your main character, like your maid character. So I'm wondering if with like the farmer, if you could just max out his gun a perk and just walk around with a gun, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, so it's not just a skin. There is the no, like, yeah. They actually come like Oolong. He's able to transform. He could turn into like, oh, a yeah, missile, so that is, like chair. That That's super whack. Oh, I thought it was all cosmetics on the battle path. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. A lot of it is. Mostly it is, Mostly. but the the character the, skins yeah. do have one or two. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's not. It's yeah, not maybe a you can unlock them later. Too. I don't know because it is like a gotcha thing, you know, where you. Yeah, play. I'm sure he'll end up like a drop or something. Um, mm-hmm. the gotcha system, you know, I mean, it's gotcha what you gonna do uh 
I have big hopes for this game. I think it's because this is made by the Xenoverse dudes. And they that Xenoverse game had a lot of like support and DLC. So I think this game I want to I want to see more raiders. I want to see like uh someone said like right. the Ginyu Force is one. Uh Broly. I want to see uh, um, so many characters they could dig into. Yeah, dude, me? there's a lot. I want to see like Jan- sure. Janemba. That'd I'm be- curious more about the freaking survivors that they could add. Yeah, like Farmer with the shotgun. Yeah, dude, like yeah, add. yeah, that add some like Red Ribbon Army dudes you could do. There's a lot of people like background characters that just did like one thing that was it. It's a fun. G- I mean, Hercule is a no-brainer. Hercule, Hercule, definitely. You could shine the light on like a bunch of characters that. Yeah, background characters that don't make it into other Dragon Ball Z games because why would they? They're normally fighting games. You know what I mean? Chi Chi's dad. Be funny. Oh, the announcer guy in the tournament. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited hope, to see how that game. Ends I hope it's up. not just a flavor of the the month for me, but it might it might end up being that way. But it was 17 bucks. I had a blast. Hope we yeah, play some man, more it was of it. Really, really good. Uh I have a great time playing. <clears throat> that's Breakers. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about. I started it yesterday. It came out yesterday. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. <clears throat> this is the second game uh, in the Plague Tale series. Uh, that's that big rat game that I, I keep hyping up. Oh, yeah? Rat game. Uh, I'm like four hours into it. Uh, I'm only on chapter four. Pretty cool. Uh, the rat tech is very is very crazy now. There's like giant waves. Giant waves of rats uh, smashing through shit. Rats are able to, like, climb up walls. It's uh, pretty crazy, dude. I'm not that far into it, so I don't really got that much to say. But so far, I like it. I like it. It's uh, very much an improvement on uh, the original. That's good. And I like smashing people up with uh, Azamecia. Azamecia is a cool character. Yeah, Yeah, that series is definitely... Still on my list. Um, I was watching you play. Play the second one. It looked pretty cool. You're doing some fucked up shit. I definitely. Yeah, definitely they you, uh, uh they added a lot of new stuff. Like uh, they added knives. So one of the things I it does uh they talk about it in the game is Amicia slaughters like a lot of people in the first game, and uh like they go over that like in this game where like she's like. Obviously, like, got, uh, like, PTSD over it. Uh, but she does all this to protect, you know, her family and whatnot. And it's very, it's very, very cool. Very cool. Hey, in a rat world, you gotta go to Batgirl. Yeah, there's all very, uh, a lot of supernatural shit, I guess, in it also. Or they're starting to get, like, supernaturally. But they started doing that at, like, the end of the first game. And this is on Game Pass also. So. It is on Game Pass. Yes, it is on Game Pass. Just sponsor us already, Microsoft, please. Uh, I was, I mean, I was going to buy this, uh, but definitely pretty happy it was on Game Pass. Like, all right, I'll just, you know, play it on there. Whatever. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That was about a month of me. Hey, Greg, were you sick throughout that entire roundtable? I've been sick since yesterday, so yes. Ew. Yes, yes, Ew. yes. I sound like shit, I'm sure, so I'm sure I will probably never listen to this again, this podcast. Oh, you would have otherwise? <laughs> no. <laughs> you funny, dog. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Greg. Hey, it's no problem. I'm just going to sit here in silence. All right. For my roundtable, 
Um, Cobbard, I don't know. started another one in Elden Ring. You started another, another one in Elden Ring. Next. Elden Ring. Yeah. You own more magic. Um, that game too. No, I'm going uh, strength for the most part. I'm using. I was using a greatsword for a minute. Now I'm using the golden halberd, just for the fun of it. Um, the game's still good, dude. Still having fun. I was surprised at how quickly I was clearing the first areas. I, and like my first session, I, um, my first real session. I mean, I uh, cleared the weeping peninsula, then killed Margaret. Uh, pretty quickly. Um. So yeah, good time. I'll comment on that a little bit more if I continue that. Uh, I'm near the end in Golden Sun, I'm pretty sure. At least the first game. Mm. We'll see. Are we'll you see. the Golden yeah, Sun you... yet? I've kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm in a rut. Like, I've kind of hit a... I'm in a... I don't even remember where I'm at exactly, but I... Well, I know where I'm at, but I don't know where I'm at. Um, I was doing some puzzle, and I was getting a little frustrated. I was getting tired, so I set it down. I haven't gone back to it yet, but I'm sure I will soon. You got to finish it, because otherwise you don't know what the Golden Sun is. Uh, I is 100% right. This is part of your childhood. You had to defeat this, dude. Yeah, you were talking about that, and like when you brought up Casper, I was thinking, like, that's a weird game from my childhood. Probably would be like Lion King on the SNES or something, bro. I know it. Oh, I'm pretty sure that. I saw my brother beat that game, but I don't think Ooh. I could. It's like the game. hardest game ever made, as far as I'm concerned. I had it on the Sega Genesis, and I I remember getting as far as the Elephant Graveyard, and, and that was dude. It. The Elephant Graveyard slapped though. That was a cool environment. No, you know what? No, I got past the Elephant Graveyard. I think. And there's a level where there's like a waterfall, like a jungle level. Where there's like yeah, a waterfall dude. you got to climb. Like a bunch of logs yeah, and shit. Lot, that are, could not get like fucking past all, that, dude. Yeah. I'm convinced that uh, if we picked that game up today, it would be just as hard. I think it was just one of those games just made to be hard. Like just that, that old style. Sounds like a good stream game. game. Shit, it could be. <laughs> but would you, I would, save, I would use that. save states probably. Definitely. Yikes! I'd have to cheat because it's like that? one of those games. There's no saving in the game. You die, you run out of lives. You go back to fucking Hakuna Matata. You know, you're Hakuna and you're Matata. <laughs> yeah. Go back to Hakuna Matata. They say it's a wonderful phrase. Uh, that's no worries. Golden Sun. Flask and I started streaming Silent Hill Three. Yep. With Andy You've done playing that twice it. now, so right, with me playing it for my first time. Right. Uh, I've played Silent Hill 1 and 2. I've never played Silent Hill 3. Uh, fun game so far. You know, it's got the whole adventure gamey thing. Go around, pick up items, use them in weird puzzles. Like uh, mixing bleach and, what was it, detergent together to make insecticide mm -hmm. to kill a bunch of bugs. Manifest a or, bucket from your mind. Finding a walnut that has an important item inside and having to just find something that cracks it instead of just stepping on it or something. Yeah, Debate whether bleach or hanger will be better for a ladder. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but Silent Hill 3 is a lot of fun. Um, great game. Looks great still. It really does. 
if I were to say something I was surprised about, like it kind of has like I can't you, I don't think it was on the podcast, but um we were talking about Silent Hill 4 recently. Um you know, the difference between it and the structure and everything. Um Silent Hill 3 is kind of like a stab in that direction of like almost structureless just because like one area is feeding into another in a mostly nonsensical way. Mm-hmm. It's not like a cohesive town like the first two games felt like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I kind of like that aspect of the first two games. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say this game is lesser for it, but part of me is missing just running around Silent Hill and getting access to new areas as I go. I'm you know with you mean? there. And I get it. Like, uh, probably they were getting criticisms about backtracking and that kind of thing because uh, people were getting sick of that kind of shit. But I personally like that in those games with the spooky ambiance and the cool maps and all that. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill 3 has got a great map, by the way. Map lovers out there rejoice. <laughs> SH maps are great. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about that I forgot about this feature in Silent Hill games is the um, ability to set your difficulty of puzzles from easy, normal, and hard. And I thought it would be fun to kind of look at a case example of a puzzle that we've done on the stream uh, involving a bunch of Shakespearean books. So the way the puzzle works is that you get to this library or this bookstore that has uh, a bunch of books out of order, or sorry, it has a bunch of books that aren't on the shelf. And this is on normal difficulty, the difficulty I'm playing on. And you find a note that says fair is foul and foul is fair. Put these books out of order. Pretty simple, right? So you just kind of put the books out of order. And then you notice that there's numbers that are kind of forming on their spines. If you put the right books next to each other and you rearrange the books a little bit until you get the code. That's the puzzle on normal. On easy mode, if you come to that room, what you find is that three of the books are already on a shelf, and you just have to put two books on the shelf. Basically, no <laughs> thought involved. Okay. And then on hard mode, you you find a note. You gotta read all the books. Uh, no. All the works Vito. of sh- the life work of Shakespeare. Yeah, well, you have to have a working knowledge of at least five of his works. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm fucked. It, gi- it gives you them. a note that says, "It gives you a note that says, and here's a tragedy. Art thou player or audience? Be as it may, the end doth remain. All go on only toward death. The oh, first man. words at thy left hand, a false lunacy, a madly dancing man, hearing and hearable words, drawn to a beloved's grave, and there may have true madness at last. And mind you, I'm going to stop there because that's too." Out of eight stanzas, you know, let's put our gives you. incredible brains together and try to come up with five Shakespeare works. All right, okay. Um, you got Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth, Macbeth, Hamlet. That that's one? all I got. I think that's one. That's I think that's three. One. Uh, Midwinter's Night's Tale, it, Midsummer Mid- Night's Dream. Mid- <laughs> <laughs> that's four, baby. I knew I was gonna correct him. I knew it was Midsummer something. Holiday Goodbye. We need you're, one you're more. Is Canterbury Tales? Is that him? Somebody no, else? that's somebody else. The, fi- else. the five works featured are Romeo and Juliet, King Lear, I never Macbeth, heard that one. Hamlet, and Othello. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah. I heard so, Othello. So ba- ba- basically, the way the solution works is that each stanza is taken from a different one of those works, and you have to just already know that. Like the game doesn't like tell you any other information other than those quotes. 
So you kind of you you literally just have to have a working knowledge of Shakespeare to get Dude, this. Dude, that is badass. I think that's awesome. I I admire that to a certain degree, but like good puzzle games should never require that's true. outside. Yeah, knowledge. you're you're right. You're right about that. Everything cool on, you need cool to solve the paper. puzzle should be in front of you. But it is. I mean, it, it's kind of it's cool like, that I'm there's sure, like, trivia nerds and shit to, are gonna to really the like puzzles. That. I mean, I don't really you don't see that. In oh, games. for sure. Cool. It means that for, for sure. every puzzle, there's actually three versions of the puzzle. The easy one is probably the easiest to put together. It, it gives it gives replayability for sure. It gives you like a reason to play the game again on hard after you beat it on normal. But you're you're right about yes. it. I mean, it shouldn't require uh, extra. It's extra, also a, extraneous information. It's especially funny when you consider that Heather is like seventeen. <laughs> so she's had I mean, those are required time readings, to have life bro. experiences. Okay, that's when uh, that's when those I knew the most readings. in high school. Yeah, that's when I read Macbeth and actually I definitely read Othello too. I don't remember either either of them really. We read uh, Hamlet and Romeo and Juliet, I think. Maybe that's why the puzzle is tailored towards her because she's been learning that stuff in school at that well, that's time. What I, that's Whoa. what I just said. That's Silent what I, Hill. All right. While looking up this puzzle flask, I did happen to see. You remember on stream when you were when I was swinging against a wall, and you're like, "That does look like a wall. You should be able to knock down." Yes. Uh, you can. You got to use them all. It has a silencer oh, inside. Oh, okay. It doesn't do anything except just change the sound effect in your gun, but like it has no actual effect. So I'm fine with that. We missed that. Yeah, but, but how can you be uh, a true call. Silent Hill without the silencer? Oh my God. Hey, it, it's a struggle I live through every day. In non-video game news, the only thing that we haven't already covered, um, I watched the Netflix mockumentary American Vandal, and this is like a really dumb, totally side-monitor entertainment, but like kind of just a wholesome parody of true crime documentaries, uh, specifically serial, uh, about, it's all, it takes place all in a high school, about a kid who gets expelled for drawing dicks on every teacher's car, 27 cars, and causing $100,000 in property damage. Um, and his classmate, a documentarian, who's investigating it because he doesn't believe he did it. It's, like, mm. weirdly good. It's, it's, it's pretty... Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, the first season. I stopped, I stopped partway through the second. I didn't like the second season. There's much, seasons? Yeah. It's, oh, it's a show. Yeah, dude, I, it's funny. That, that's exactly where I'm at, Flask. I'm, like, halfway through the second season. I'm like, eh, I'm not... Really vibing with it as much. much. Yeah. But the first season overall is, is weirdly good. Like, yes. I, I know it sounds like a dumb premise, but like, uh, it's surprisingly funny. Like, it got more smiles out of me than I expected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely recommend it. And this isn't my comment, but like, I, I, I remember seeing on Reddit when I was looking at people talking about this show, somebody said that like, it was um, the closest a show has ever gotten to having people talk like actual teenagers talk in school. <laughs> and I felt like, yeah, that, that actually feels pretty true. Like dumbasses. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I haven't been a teenager for a while now, but you get what I mean from, from my time in school. At least. Yeah. It sounds sick. I actually, I kind of want to try that out. American Vandal. It, it's got like a cool, like weird, like, self-aware meta structure to it that's not like uh fully apparent and i always kind of like when these things do that a little bit you know what i mean they don't need to but it, it kind of works when they do mm-hmm. sometimes yeah it's on netflix uh mind you i'm recommending it as a second monitor show you know i'm not saying like you need to give this thing 100 percent of your attention 
though I think it's it's never cringeworthy. Um, so at, at the very least, it's just sometimes not funny, but like Mike Flash said, it's weirdly good. Cool. I can't remember if I talked about starting Raised by Wolves, but like I, I need to get back into that, but like I've kind of felt myself hitting some mental walls with that show. Sure. Um, I, I, I think it's just sort of like I don't know if I'm digging the weird atheist versus religion shtick. You know what I mean? Okay. Though I think it's it's being portrayed in a different way. I don't know. That's kind of like a weird specific thing to say, but like uh, the world is almost like too alien and uh, and dreary for me to like want that vibe right now. I think it's the safest thing I could say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I and I feel like I've seen the atheist versus religion plot before. And I'm not saying this is following anything I've seen before. It's just I'm not I don't think I'm right now ready for that vibe. Well, I yeah, I thought it might appeal to you, but I I get what you're saying. Um No, I mean, I, there, there, it definitely does though. Like there's certain things I find really cool that I'm just hesitating to speak on only cuz I'm a few episodes in. Right. I'm sure they go to places, you know what I mean? Like uh I'm really digging the androids and how those work and how those are integrated in a rational way into the society. Yeah. I think it's a very rational society, both sides. Like I really enjoyed little things like how the religious people actually had androids too. They're not just crazy anti-android. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just have specific weird ideas about their use cases. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, I was just going to say that the, the religious stuff, specifically didn't appeal to me and i actually was in it if at all for the sort of the world and the like the androids and the characters and stuff like that <laughs> and the the weirdness yeah all right very last thing i hesitate to even bring this up i started an anime called a race i'm kind of liking it it's only 12 episodes i'm like three episodes in <laughs> I'll let you guys know more. He's about trying it. to just speed oh, through it. Anime. <laughs> loser. You're telling us about it. You're an actual loser, and I don't want you around here. Who anymore. the fuck <laughs> watches anime? Greg, is this a good? You like the race show, right? Greg. We talk about it, right? No, we've never I seen also downloaded One Piece. the the first sixty episodes of One Piece in dub. Wait, you mean a racer head, bro? That's not an anime, and you were supposed to wait for me to watch that. Whoa, whoa. No, Greg, you like Wait, you liked Eraser, hey? Erased, right? Oh, oh, I see what you're doing there. What was the name of the anime he said? He said it was Eraser. No, you got him. Erased. Oh, I thought he said Eraser. Whatever. I yeah, see, you kind of Erased this up. whole fucking segment from my memory, bro. You are a loser. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> bro, come on. Greg, you like Erased, right? Like For real, dude. Don't what, play what me said, like man? that. You liked what? Erased, right? I did like Erased. It was very good. It was a fun time. I enjoyed it. I fell off of it. <laughs> That's just me, though. That's just you. Hey, listen, anime for everybody. I say this. I said it before in the our Discord. If you're going to watch anime, watch three episodes. That's the limit. That's all you have to watch. If you're not yeah. with it, click into the three episodes. Don't watch it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, anime is not homogenous. You know, you can decide what you like and don't like. Exactly. All right. Vito, I hear you got a whale of a tail for us this week. No, I don't. God damn um, it. I had 
<laughs> I had Scorn and I had uh, Dragon Ball Z Breakers. And you had Grounded and you had Dark Tide. And I had. And you had Silent Hill 3. Yeah, I played a lot piece. of games. I told you guys last time I was going to play a lot of games. I played all those games and you guys couldn't. Couldn't save anything for me. Made me look like, I you like, made me look like a fool. I got egg on my face. Egg on my face. Um, no, I, I got nothing. Oh, nothing else at all? Okay. Nothing, nothing that I really want to talk about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Wow. All right, cool. What do you got for us, Flask? Um, well, uh, we're... So... so Neither you nor Vito mentioned it, but we are closing in on the end of Twin Peaks season three. We only got a three episodes left right now. Yeah, I assume maybe we were going to talk about it on a. Yeah, we keep um, talking about doing a pod. Yeah, if you guys want, uh, I will still do it. I, I do. I do. I do like to just say like some quick highlights though, because like we might as well do that because we've done all that content. All right. Um, I'm still vibing with the hardcore. I'm actually going to be, I think, sad when it ends. Like a. I've been enjoying. You know, I can talk about specific elements, of course, but like, yeah, the, the watching experience has been a lot of fun. I really enjoy. You could just never, ever guess what's going to happen next. And sometimes, <laughs> really? what that is, it's not even that exciting. It's just, you know, that there's always tension in every scene, in every scene. And I love, like, little touches, like each episode ending with music played over the credits. Oh and, yeah, I, I love uh, how the show. Usually in the roadhouse. Yeah, the framing. It's just very um, weird. It's like I feel like David Lynch wanted to have his own indie rock radio station, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'll just put it. I'll yeah. just put it in the show instead." It's the only show I think I've ever watched where I watch all the way to the end of the credits every time now, just because like I'm usually vibing with the song. I like seeing the credits. And That's that. why he does it. So you have to see the character names. Oh, he's a genius. Yes, I like that too. I was listening to Nine Inch Nails uh, today. Uh, she's gone. She's gone away. Yeah. yeah. A song they made specifically for the show. I didn't know that until we started watching it together. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really liking the show. I feel like it's speaking to me in some of my senses. I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think this is the best season of Twin Peaks as a television show. Absolutely. I okay, think yeah. so, yeah. Vina and I were saying that even earlier on, if only because there's literally nothing that's going on that I'm ever bored by. Yeah, yeah true. That I'm ever thinking like there's no dumb. I'm ever thinking like I'm ready for this to end. Or like oh boy, here it comes. You know what I mean? And like most of the time, like when I'm asking what was that, it's like I'm not like you. You know, like you're not. You're never like oh that was dumb. It was like what the fuck? Yeah, that was cool to watch. Yeah. That was interesting. That was that yeah. was art artful. Um, yeah. Nothing seems it's like it's bold. wasting my time, and and that's crazy to say in a show that literally has like five minute scenes of somebody sweeping the floor, like <laughs> and like that. nonlinear storytelling and shit like that, like uh, like like the kid, like we saw him, uh, presumably being shot at through a door, and the next time we saw him, he's like regretting having done something and like in some on and high and like in the woods and about to kill somebody. You know what I mean? We don't know what happened between A and B, yeah. but like. Like you could just kind of imagine some things and, you know. Yeah, I would definitely agree that this is the best season of Twin Peaks. It feels just like a fucking art form ascended compared to the other two, which yes. I fucking loved. Um, season one and a half, really. Season, the end of season two, I was not that a uh, big fan of, but um, compar- comparatively. 
But uh, and yeah. I think as a filmmaker and like cinem- cinematographer, if I, I mean, I know he probably has a cinematographer. I'm just saying like him composing the shots really. Yeah, it's like him at the peak of his art form as a filmmaker. Yeah, which is really cool to see. Um, I don't know. We're, we got we still got a little ways to go, but like I, th- I think I'm going to be thinking about the show for a long time. I think it's going to end up in the short list of one of my greats when people ask, you know what I mean? Yeah, if I didn't live in a world where there was just tons of media waiting to be watched and consumed, um, I would want to just like go back and rewatch the whole show right away. <laughs> yeah. Because no, I, I do, that. I want to do that right now. And I just know how big a time commitment that is. So I probably yeah. instead will try to find some of my favorite scenes on YouTube if they're there and just like rewatch those. Yeah, it's definitely, like you said, that's a good way to end it. It's the best season of Twin Peaks for sure. And I really think one of my favorite seasons of TV in general. Um, yeah. I don't know, top five, top ten, whatever you want to say. But, like, definitely. it's really up there. I understand that. For me. Uh, in terms of what else I've watched, I, uh, well, <laughs> The Rings of Power ended season one. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I inexplicably continue to watch that on Amazon Prime. Um, I can tell you all it's a bad show. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it never stopped being bad. It never stopped being like like bad fan fiction. You sure, you don't want to save that for the news. Why? Prepare people a little bit. Oh, because it's such a big drop. Yeah. No, I think I'll just leave it here where it's my opinion. You know, although it is also objective. Um. Yeah, if anything, it got worse in that regard of like being a fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> just kept like gyrating wildly off of the tracks. Um, it's like a generically okay fantasy show, kind of a vapid one. But like, if you view it through a lens of detachment and disassociation from the source material, uh, it's like okay. But even then. It's, it's well it's what the kids call mid i would say and why would you want to remove it from like uh, shit's mid it's bro, just mid, bro. shit's mid dog but also like even with that why would you want to remove it from like any everything people love about the property in the first place you know like why would you want to deviate wildly um and make bad like writing decisions that don't respect this whatever it just seems bizarre to me uh and how fucked up it is that they would spend a million or a billion bucks to make a bad show. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Have some self-respect. Megacorp Amazon. Yeah. For sure. It's ridiculous. Uh, I know a lot of people out there are actually getting something from it. I did not. Uh, I think it's bad. Uh, and then... What Greg was uh, alluding to before is my playthrough of Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis. You said Dino Crisis. You said Dino Crisis? Dino. Which, which now that you said crisis. that, I can say. What the fuck is Dino Crisis? Now that you said that, I can say uh, was a direct inspiration for me playing Silent Hill 3. Seeing you do that gameplay, I think. Well, plus Nightmare Decay. Yeah. Sort of made me think, like, yes, I need to scratch this itch again. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I get inspired like that all the time. You play um, as Dido? You do not. You don't all, you also don't play as Dino. You play as Regina, the badass agent sent down to Ibis Island to recover Dr. Kirk and there's dinosaurs. 
uh yeah me and greg streamed it on twitch uh, i was playing through for my first time with greg basking in the raptor <laughs> i mean rapture uh <laughs> what i see what he did he was my uh completely the rapture raptor rapture he was my completely trustworthy and deeply knowledgeable companion dude i well all right to be fair because i was, was deeply knowledgeable companion. about on the last on the last session well yeah no i'm, I'm being facetious obviously but well yeah, he provided yeah. help and also forgot a lot of stuff and it was funny every time um but he he was he was a great companion uh and we had i think we had fun like banter and stuff like that i I think it fluctuates between some of the best content we've ever done and being some of the most embarrassing content I've ever done, like on the internet. Oh, uh, um, yeah. The puzzles really goofed us up there. Really goofed us. I mean, for a guy who yeah, loves these Yeah, that's one thing I can games, promise the viewers about the Silent Hill 3 stream. I've been pretty uh, on point with the puzzle so far. <laughs> I gotta say. Mm. I did uh, see you switch the puzzle setting to easy really quick and hope no one would notice. Come on. I did, I did, come on, dude. I did see Why that. What do you guys got to say that like now I thought I changed the knows. scene to oh man I'm sorry Andy mm-hmm. um but yeah for a guy who loves the you, got, you games, got a jack yeah let's go in the elevator door that just makes sense that's like rational like you got a screwdriver go into the drawer yeah so just it's just that simple potato you know square peg into square hole um but yeah I got flipped around and and uh, put down frequently so uh please watch the playthrough and and engage by clowning on me in the comments or whatever you wish but so yeah Yeah, i on hard i will say this is a game where the password to enter into the lab was laboratory (laughs) that is true but also they changed the rules of the code every single time and i got confused because i wasn't paying attention to the documents so my bad, but also it's yeah, hard. It's actually with those codes, they were nuts. Yeah, it's hard to play on screen when, like, or on on stream when there's stuff you really have to pay attention to because you're trying to, you know, have fun and banter and uh, just be entertaining. But yeah, I'm, yeah, that that not a problem for you. That specifically, well, no, <laughs> I was just gonna say that specifically is why I do stuff like if I interact with something and there's text that shows on the screen i force myself to read it out loud because mm-hmm. otherwise i might just like read it in like you know a second or not give people a chance to read it and just internalize it me too but then my brain doesn't process what i just read <laughs> so i have to right, like go exactly. back over it uh i do the same thing but yeah i've been cutting that and uh and silent hill 3 up for youtube so you can watch there on, on broken campfire on youtube or check the vods if you wish um I did do another quick run of Dino Crisis on my own a few days ago. It only took me a couple hours because, like, once you know what to do, you kind of just run past the dinos and run to the did objectives. You, uh, do a different ending. I did. Yeah. I honestly, I didn't get m- much new out of it aside from getting that like the best ending or one uh-huh. of the best. Uh, but the time commitment wasn't large, so it was just like it was just like a a victory lap basically. And if anything. I used less ammo in my second run than in my first, which was a little unexpected, but it was, uh, I expected to just like blast everything because I knew how much I had to use, but I ended up not using much at all. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun, even though it was short and sweet. Uh, Other stuff I played, I played Beacon Pines, 
which is a game that came out in Game Pass uh, uh, a short yeah. while ago. I got that on a short list. I have it downloaded. That's the one that has the animal characters on the cover and kind of the spooky. Where you proceed through That's in a probably why I skipped like it. Fashion. Probably looked like it was for kids. I do not blame you. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a small town mystery game with anthropomorphic animals, which personally doesn't do anything for me at all. But it, so I, it for me the animal thing is more like something I have to just ignore the fact that the characters are animals (laughs) yeah then uh then enjoy that um but you're you are a kid you're like a jackalope or something you and your friends are trying to figure out a conspiracy in town you run around town and talk to people etc um it's essentially a visual novel with the gimmick of choosing different options for branching paths on a on a choice tree so you collect keywords at uh or as you follow different branches at different intervals and then you can go back to choices on the tree and slot new keywords in to change the story and that creates a new branch to follow um which sounds cool it really is just a gimmick not really gameplay um the game only feeds you just enough new keywords to continue the next new branch. It's pretty linear, actually. I was going to say, like, yeah, there's no, there, there is basically a right answer to everything. Yes, exactly. It doesn't really allow for ingenuity on the player's part. Uh, so it's slightly more, it's like a slightly more interesting way to present a visual novel presentation, basically. I think the biggest thing for games like this, like, the cutesy art style, for me, usually begets an expectation that the writing is going to be like kind of like overly juvenile, like like really cutesy mm-hmm. and positive, and like I I can't really ever get immersed in settings like that. See, for it me, hit hit me. Yeah, same. I think I think you were right in the money, except that there's an alternative, which is what this game is. Which is when I see a cutesy art style, I, I either think juvenile, like it's like intended for all audiences you know e for everyone or it's going to be specifically and intentionally a subversion of that and it's going to be overly dark it is it is it's i keep hearing it's a really good october pick because it's like spooky and dark and stuff i don't really agree with that like it is a mystery thriller um it's set at the beginning of summer with it's got a largely cutesy art style but its content is actually like normal adult mystery thriller with like okay. very much possible death and like um secrets and uh betrayals and stuff like that it's it's not going to blow you away with any of that i'm just saying like it has that and i think that's the point is that it's like a subversion of the the overly cutesy art style um it's not okay. afraid to cool. confront those cool. those darker twists and turns but that doesn't really like I, I can vibe with it. Yeah. That also doesn't really like elevate it. You know what I mean? It's it's not like a good yeah. a great example of that. It's just an example of that. Um so in that way, maybe not striking enough to recommend necessarily, but I don't think you would regret the experience either. Anyone who plays it. Deacon Pines. Fair fair uh mild recommendation. Yeah. And it's fairly short. It's like six hours or so so not a long time commitment uh and then the last thing i wanted to talk about was uh another game on game pass actually i played immortality 
which I said I would. It's that new Sam Barlow game. Uh, he of her story and, and telling lies and such. The FMV mystery games. You have an array oh, of FMV videos to click. Yes. Type of oh, okay, okay. Yes. Um, it is not a horror game, but I would describe it as haunting. Definitely. It's a haunting game. And I don't mean ghosts. I mean, like, it is. it haunts you emotionally. <laughs> um, the basic gist is, yeah, you're scrubbing through footage and behind-the-scenes footage from the filming of several films uh, in, in three different decades and uh, the related back, uh, back, uh, behind-the-scenes clips, all starring a particular actress. And it's up to you to determine what you're looking at or what you're even looking for by clicking on stuff in the scenes. So you're actually like, you could click on people's faces and uh, objects in the scene to jump to another connecting scene. The game just jumps you to a different scene connected by oh, whatever you like clicked what on. It's like what fucking Andy was doing on IMDb today. Basically, <laughs> you're hyperlinking to different scenes. Uh, and and <laughs> through that, you're unlocking new scenes. Um. um. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to divulge more than that because I, I think it's worth the exploration and discovery of what you're actually doing. But I will say, it's uh, it's an emotionally evocative experience. Uh, it's quite artful. I th- it fully immersed me. Um, it's a mystery. It utilizes the medium well. I would say in several ways. And it's just kind of, you know, it's it's an FMV game, so it's it's like it's similar to his previous efforts, but it's really a unique type of game. Um Well, these FMV games are 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 unique in their like genre because they they hit something specific that uh few to no other games Whoa. really do for me. Um Okay. It's partly the presentation, partly the confidence of the material. And partly the subject, which I think is cool. Um, and I, th- I would say this one has the best production value yet. So suffice to say, it's, it, I think it's worth playing. And it's on Game Pass, so it's easy to play if you have Game Pass. Um, cool. The only real negatives, I would say, just to like warn people before they get into this, uh, the control scheme can be a tad wonky. So for that, I do recommend use a controller to play. You can use either master keyboard or controller. Use a controller to play. There's like mechanical elements that work better on controller. Surprisingly, actually, considering it's a PC game. Um, Even then, you may want to experiment when you're deep into the game because there's some things that aren't like directly um, told to you as a player. It's like... There are controls that you just have to kind of figure out. Uh, So just experiment. And the other thing is, uh, I I had what I consider to be a pretty ideal progression through the narrative, like in the way the clips were presented to me based on what I was unlocking. But I can totally see how someone might just get lucky or unlucky and see things in a uh, confusing or like a disappointing order, um, which was always a a possibility in these in like these FMV games by Barlow. But all I can say for that is I think it's worth knowing that the game does have credits to hit. 
Uh, you're not just straight up left to your own devices. It has credits to hit. You will know when you've gotten to the end. Uh, and my experience was that as long as I watched everything in full all the way through and made thoughtful decisions about what to try next, uh, I never really needed to do much arbitrary clicking until like after the game was ended and I was just cleaning up. Uh, it unraveled pretty organically for me. So hopefully it'll right. do the same for others who play it. Right. That would be ideal. But I definitely recommend this game. Uh, more so than even like his previous games. I, I think this one's really cool. I saw that it got good reviews. This is definitely not... I was going to want to be able to see... Okay. Definitely not in my wheelhouse, but I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'll check it out. It's, yeah, it's kind of like not in any wheelhouse. It's so... It's well, so I think if you're a fan category. of visual novels... Which I am not, to be fair. What are you talking about? You're playing two right now. What? In that game, the other game you're playing with the, the with the animals. Vegan pines. Oh, I guess yeah. Visual. I guess I did technically play. Although that one's like I, I say it's a visual novel, but you are like running around and. But you do have a people, history but... of you've played a bunch of visual novels. I like. I actually purposely avoid them because uh, it's just not my. You know, I'm I'm a gameplay. <laughs> like first kind of kind of gamer sure and i love a good narrative um but i i just need that i just need that that adrenaline rush you know um i actually don't really like virtual uh, visual novels i'll be honest like like classic just clicking through text bores the shit out of me you need a some kind of like snappy gimmick or like some some well, kind you, of you felt it rewarding then to i guess to scrub the films like yes that, the gameplay of that is it kind of similar to the how you feel when you're playing um fuck what is that weird internet game uh Hip, uh hypno uh, hypnospace yeah. outlaw is it similar Jeez. to that where you're kind of like scrubbing like a like kind of figuring out what to click and how things relate to each other and in like you know. a vague way yeah uh, it's it's really in its own category of like these games that he makes, um, and Hypnospace is an amazing thing of its own. Even, but yeah, in terms of just like you are clicking on things to find links to other things, sure, yeah, cool. You were gonna say something, Andy? Uh, I don't remember what it was. If I was okay, I'll just say it right now. I'm playing a little bit of a visual novel myself right now. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means what it what I what it means. I'm playing a little bit of a. I'm, mean, I'm playing. Dude? I didn't mention it because I only just started it, but I am playing a sort of. Oh, oh. playing a sort Sorry, of visual I, novel. I thought you were making some kind of right, joke. You gotta tell us what game it is because, like, I feel like you're wrong. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> I, now I don't want to mention it. He's playing uh, the Silent uh, Hill play uh, novel. I can, I can find, I can find out. You I'm, know, don't I'm worry. playing uh, Dishonored. All right. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm playing the Forgotten City. I just started That's the, the Forgotten okay, City. Novel. It's like a visual novel, right? I mean, no. I, I guess it's not a it's not a visual novel. It's like a fucking adventure game. I guess you call it. Yeah. I call anything where the main gameplay is just like reading shit and walking. It's like a visual novel to me. I guess it's not. You're really wrong. Novel. Yeah. well that's the closest i'll get this is the closest i'll get to playing a visual novel if i get through this well everyone else who actually wants to experience something uh go play immortality big fan of forgotten thank you for your recommendation flask 
You are welcome specifically. That's it for me, though. I feel like I went on a long okay, time. So. Well, that was a meaty one for everybody, except for me. Well, it has been two weeks. It has been two weeks. Well, you know, because it's been two weeks, I don't want to really do a whole lot of news. Okay. Um, we we can always do most of that later, but we should just do a quick talk about the Silent Hill thing, just because oh, sure. it came up. It's in the timely, podcast. yeah. Happened today. Uh, so the, there is a... Happened today, some two hours before the recording, um, Konami posted a video that was clearly uh, built as a stream <laughs> thing. It was weird. Yes. Like, uh, had the first 10 minutes flash notice were all fog. And then it like, had a like countdown at the end of the fog. Yeah, it was supposed to be live Like, exactly 10 minutes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Flash, you want to walk us through what all you saw? Because I think oh, you actually sure. watched the thing. I kind of yes. just skimmed it. To be fair, I did parts of it at, like, from 1.5 speed to 2 times speed, just because uh, there's a lot of talking cyclically about Silent Hill. Right. Um, but yes, the Silent Hill transmission. Um, they did confirm, announce, show a cinematic trailer for it, pre-rendered cinematic trailer. Uh, the Silent Hill 2 remake by Bloober Team. That is confirmed. It was leaked previously, but Bloober Team is making the Silent Hill 2 remake for PC and PS5. Uh, we haven't seen gameplay. Of course, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't know anything about <laughs> don't it. Don't know anything about it. I mean, it. James looks good, but yeah, I mean, pre-rendered cinematic, of course, he looks good. Fidelity-wise, it looks like a, it looks like a game. Uh, it looks like a, a modern remake of Silent Hill 2. Um, I do worry that they're focused on the wrong fucking things, but that's always a concern, <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm sure they will. Is be. anything specific uh, that you saw, or are you just worried in general because these things? I mean, how these things go. Just you never really know, but like, there was a lot. Let's. I mean, the 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 most obvious one is how much you know they always focus on like what they call red pyramid thing, but it's a pyramid head as like the showpiece um i don't know there was there was other stuff that i honestly already forget but i don't know pyramid is like an enemy you see like like in one specific level at first right uh you encounter him at a certain point and then he shows up intermittently throughout the rest of the game right right that's what i thought but it's not yeah. like he's just it's not like a Mr. X or anything. No. It's like certain rooms will have him in it. Yeah, yeah. He appears in his specific parts. It's just like a part of the... I don't know. I feel like the the hype for Silent Hill 2 has encompassed what it meant in its original art form. Uh, But we don't know anything right now, so we can't really comment on what, what angle they're taking with it. Um, All Konami said was that like... You know, a bunch of Europe or a bunch of studios came to them with pitches, and Bloober Team clearly had you know passion for the project, and so that's who they gave it to. <laughs> and all the all the Bloober Team members have pre-scripted sequences or scenes where they talk about how much Silent Hill Two meant to them as a scary game, spooky game I played years ago. So we'll see. Yeah, but like, so, yeah, I, I know what you're getting at though. Like, Silent Hill Two is a little. Uh, 
it, it is a spooky game, but like one of the cool things about it was like how you're going through James's nightmare and you meet these other weird people who are also going through a trauma. Yes. Who did something they regret maybe. And you have to deal with their nightmares too. And they all kind of come together. You know what I mean? There, there's a lot of cool shit going on. In Silent Hill 2 cerebrally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I'm being like preemptively negative about it. I, 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 I'm probably not even going to like play this game at launch or anytime. I don't, I don't even know, but I don't really have faith in like Bloober team specifically to deliver on this. And I don't even want them to right. have remade this game in the first place. So I don't know how other people feel about it, but that's just my take. We got Silent Hill Townfall by No Code. Yeah, this is just this was like a teaser images basically, but this this developer has previously made like FMV games, I think, um, in terms of using live action footage for their games. And I think we were seeing, I mean, unless it was just super well rendered, I think we were seeing live action footage in that teaser. Uh, but other than like some vague Pass. scenes, we don't really know anything about this. We know even less about this. Uh, that That's the theme of this showcase is that we know even less well, about every single thing. <laughs> Well, like I told you, it was going to be a bunch of Silent Hill shit that's all doing different things, yes. and none of it's going to be something that I care about. Absolutely. Uh, I don't care about any of it. <laughs> yeah, they're also... Oh, the tiny trailer for that, what what was it, Silent Hill F, they were calling it? Yeah, yeah. That that, that one looked interesting. Yeah, that was at the I end. Mean, all the trailers like, cool, look cool, like, you know... As like trailers, but yeah, but then the I game just usually sucks. Anyone can make a cool pre-rendered cinematic, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's the one that you're saying was possibly set in Japan. Yeah, F with a lowercase F. Uh, blood oh, running that, down. Dolls. That girl having Shit. her face fall off was pretty cool. Face offs are always a good time because what's under there? We had um, we had Return to Silent Hill. That is a film adaptation film. of Silent Hill 2. By the record of the first film, Christoph Gans. Uh, he's coming okay. back to do this third movie. First one was decent. Second one sucked. Uh, but also, I think that the first movie being decent was like an accident. <laughs> because I don't think Christoph Gans is like a particularly good film he's he hasn't made that many films but i don't think he's like a particularly good filmmaker or like person maybe from quotes he's made uh he he he's there was like an infamous sexist quote about why um the first film had a woman instead of harry like it had the gender swapped character um yeah it like so there's reason to be concerned for this, even if you liked the first Silent Hill. Uh, that was 2006, so that was a long time ago already. Um, but again, we'll see. All we have right now is concept art. They haven't even done fucking any production or casting or anything like that. So all we have now is Return to Silent Hill being made by Christoph Gans. And him, and, but it is a specific Silent Hill 2 adaptation. That's the story it is adap- adapting. Um, Silent Hill, maybe Silent Hill 2 is an exception, but like it's... It, the stories it tells in the world it's in has always been really interesting to play. But like at the same time, like 
I don't want or need to see any other media. I don't <laughs> care about the world enough to like want to see a movie rendition of that world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to play it. Yeah. When Maybe I'm being a hater. I don't know. I get what you're like, saying. It's never been an interesting concept to me. I, 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 but like Silent Hill 2, I know there's angles that can make it more interesting, but you know. I have a soft spot for the first film, but it is kind of like being on an amusement park ride rather than actually being immersed in the world. Right. That I think that is very fair to Just say. Just seeing, seeing the locations you've played. Yes. Oh, there's the monster that comes out at that point, you know? Um, although he yeah. made some decisions that were like, oh, that's, you know, that's interesting. So I don't know. Hopefully he can, he can balance the Silent Hill 2 story with his own creativity. Um, and then the last thing was just uh, Silent Hill Ascension, which is a, f- a multiplayer game. All we saw of that was <laughs> was like a fake text chat and uh, some uh, pre-rendered cinematic teaser shots. It's a uh, multiplayer game. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. It's so tiring. <laughs> Konami, why? Yeah, I was invested a bunch of freaking money into this, this property. I, I don't know. Someone came back with the fucking marketing study, and they're like, "People, people will buy." Well, yeah, know. dude. Yeah, it's because of PT. Yeah, but that was like fucking years ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, already. but I think it just took them this long to fucking get their shit together. They've been making their money on pachinko. Like they, they just didn't need to do this at all. I I don't know internally what they were thinking, but like, uh, you know, exactly like Andy was saying, it was easy. Just outsource everything. Yeah, exactly. Like Andy was saying, announce a smattering of new products made by people who aren't team silent and you can capitalize on the property. Every one of these things is just we're capitalizing on the property now uh, and couching it in. The fans were asking for it, but the fans have been asking for it since, like you said, Vito, since PT, since before PT, and Konami has been <laughs> team silent about making any new things with their beloved properties. Nice. So, yeah, there, there's no, <laughs> there's no like passion behind the eyes, and you can tell, like when they're talking about it on the, on the showcase, like the Japanese people are just kind of going in circles about like platitudes about how. They, much they care about Silent Hill. And it's just like, this is also just so fake. <laughs> and it's obviously fake because they haven't done anything with the property in a decade, except for pachinko slot machines. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is, and this pod was what it was. <laughs> it was something. You know what I'm saying, everybody. Yeah. That's the time. That's the ringing bell. Closing time. Bing bong. Closing time. Spot is really making me feel I'm like I'm all out of faith. Oh my god. <laughs> we both did the same thing. <laughs> this is how we feel, both of us. We're this cold. This is how we feel. And ashamed. I'm, I'm lying naked on the floor right now. I don't know about you. Oh, I always pod naked on the floor. But all right, that's weird because like I've established that we're all potting together in these <laughs> nice, whatever doesn't change anything. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. One in, one in, one in France, you know. When in France, yeah. Yeah. When, when in nice, man.
And hey, you know what was the nicest part about this podcast? Spending the last few hours jamming about games with my friends. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that was like half the podcast, but that's all right. I like the use of the word jabbering. That was nice. Italy. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't think about it at all. It just came out of my mouth. It was good. Sometimes that, Sometimes it's good stuff. All that being said, everybody, check out Silent Hill 3 on the stream soon. We might get some other content up there. I don't know. I don't know these guys have got cooking in their in their brains of theirs, you know. I don't know. Hopefully they're not cowards. I don't think they're cowards. Personally, I don't think I can't cowards. believe that I'm my naked friends who are right next to me right now. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking of the West Wing. What's next? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it all together. Oh, we're gonna say a thing all together. On the count of three. Alright, but who's gonna count? John's gonna count. Oh. Who do you want to go? Oh, the ah! oh shit! I wasn't ready. That was, that that was, was more count. of a jump scare than a count. That was it. All right. Well, he did it. I guess that was it. Jesus. That's okay. the last. That's the last word. Man, feels a little. One piece is not real. No, there. it is. Shut up. Cut it before then. Cut it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't let him just say that at the end. That's so. Yeah, that's targeted. That. That's like an attack. That's fucked up and cowardly. <laughs> that's fucked up and coward now I'm going to leave it in just so John can respond to it because I think that's completely right Flask I'm sorry I couldn't cut my mic off fast enough there's just this humongous giant bar what, what do you mean on the sound clip I couldn't uh, mute my mic fast enough when I see oh that, oh, that was okay. a sneeze? I thought you were just going, yeah. ah! I thought you were just yelling. Cause no, it was me sneezing piece. and then muting my mic at like the last oh, second. Oh, that was organic. That was <laughs> too organic. That was great.